Hey guys, this is Saucy Rockets episode 18. I'm Mary. I'm Leah. And we are back from a really long break. We are an adult now. We are an adult now. We're legal. We are. We can vote. <laughs> we still can't drink, which is a problem. Yeah. We could podcast vote. Yeah, we could podcast vote. There we go. Yeah. Let's we can vote a podcast vote. election. Um, so we're doing our obligatory real check-in. Yes, because we're, we're real now, you guys, yeah. and it's very important. <laughs> And we're very excited. <laughs> so the latest thing that we think makes us real is that um, we were tweeting about how Leslie Jones's Twitter profile picture is still a photo of her with members of the U.S. Women's Olympic hockey team. And I mean, I really hope you know who Leslie Jones is. It would be really sad if you didn't know who she It'd be is. be really embarrassing if you didn't know who she is. I mean, not embarrassing. I would just say sad because you're missing out. It's embarrassing. Mary is a lot judgier than I, me. Mary is very judgy. Yeah, she's... She's extremely judgy. I think that her judginess has been amplified, and we'll get to that later. Yeah. <laughs> we'll explain why that is <laughs> a little bit later. Um, but Leslie Jones is on Saturday Night Live, and she's hilarious. And she she's was the best. She was a. And she was in the latest Ghostbusters remake. Oh, right. Which was such a that. good movie, and she was, I think, my favorite part of that movie. Yeah, we so love funny. Leslie. Yes, Less dog. Um, so, um, so we. We're looking at something on Twitter, and then we noticed, we're like, what? Her profile picture is still her with the women's hockey team, even though that was, you know. Forever ago. It was like, a, yeah, two years ago yeah. or whatever. Um, so we we tweeted about that, and then she responded, and she said, I'm not changing it until the next Olympics. And then our tweet got 700 likes. Which is insane for it, us. It is insane. That's, like, viral for us. I it's think. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's, like, a normal day for, like, someone with a relatively high pro- profile Twitter account. We're like, like what are all these notifications? What is happening? Like, we're so famous. So famous. Yeah. So I think that makes us real. Yeah. We're super real. Realer um, than real. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. We, it's been, what, a couple weeks since we posted an episode, I think? Well, we had the interview, but it's been a while since we actually recorded our own episode. Yes. Y'all missed us. You can admit it. So last week, we actually did record an episode for somebody else. So we were guest hosts, I guess. For or the, guest readers. Or guest readers for the History of Hockey podcast. So if you guys don't listen, it's really awesome. You should go check it out. And not just because we stepped in and did a acceptable job. I guess so. I think that he's re-recording the episode so that he can be read it in his voice, which I understand. Right, which he, is good. Yeah. So <laughs> he put a lot of he puts a lot of effort into his scripts. Like he actually scripts everything out, um, and and he writes it out. So unlike us, who just kind of gab about stuff for forever, yeah, <laughs> he actually writes a script. Right. Um, but. It was really fun to read it. I mean, we learned a lot. We did learn a lot. It's a really, really interesting episode. So um, if you guys care at all about the history of hockey, which you should, um, go check it out. Yep. And it covers the colored league um, that was active in Nova Scotia in the late 1800s. And some interesting highlights are it talks about how the slap shot originated. Yes, which I did not know, which is very interesting. It was not originated by the white guy who got credited with it in the NHL. Shocker. And a white guy <laughs> taking credit for something someone else did? I never would have guessed. Mary has crazy eyes right now. Um, <laughs> and, um, and also it talks about how hockey was the first sport to be played at night. And Yes, and was this, was, this was ab- the reason behind that is absolutely insane. Although I guess actually it's not all that insane considering the dumb fucking shit hockey players do nowadays. Well, 
I mean, we'll leave you with this visual before, or, or so as not to ruin it, but um, just imagine Ring of Fire playing hockey yeah. in a Ring of Fire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> da, 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 da. Yeah, um, <laughs> now we have to pay royalties, <laughs> Leah. <laughs> sorry, um, sorry, So Johnny. yeah, go check it out. It's really, really interesting. You'll love the whole series. Um, if you're put off by us recording it, don't hold it against the show because we were a last-minute fill-in, and we are not at all, like, the quality that that show usually puts out. So but we go give it a listen. But we, we were trying to help someone out. And yeah, and we it, learned some stuff. We did. Yeah, so if we remember, and I'm not promise making any promises about that we'll put a link in our show notes so you can like click on that and go check out his podcast so um i think during our last recording we talked about how i've been benched because yes. of my broken ankle which yes. was sustained during um hockey hockey <laughs> yeah and then um but but also i mean i'm not sure if you've picked up on this from listening to the prior episodes but i am not the only person in addition to the entire NHL and all of women's <laughs> hockey who is not playing hockey, there's someone else I'm sitting across the table from who's also not yeah. playing hockey, Mary. Why is that, Mary? Yeah, so it's like the end of the playoffs. We could finally like be like every other you know oh, pro you team and come out with our injury reports. Great. So let's say I have a lower body injury. It is month to month. I think maybe it has like about a nine-month nine recovery, recovery period. period probably. Um, so let's see, let's, let's, how else can I describe this in hockey terms <laughs> so people can, can understand. So I, let's see, I pulled the goalie, um, one got through the five hole. That's a little graphic. That's a little graphic. There's a too many men penalty, maybe. That also is a graphic in a different way. <laughs> <laughs> Not that kind of too many men. Um, Some people would say there are never too many men. There are men never like too that. many men. Um, there actually were not any men involved in this situation <laughs> at all, shockingly enough. I mean, your name's Mary God. I know, right? Hint, hint. No, it's so, like it was your destiny. <laughs> I know! I know! It's awful! It's it like, is. this is meant to be from the beginning. It was a self-fulfilling prophecy. It was. It's my parents' fault. It is. I blame them. You should blame them. Or credit them. Or credit, credit them. Credit there them. we go. Credit there we go. Exactly. So it all comes down to them, basically. <laughs> um, yeah, so I am knocked up. And I'm very, very Yay. excited about I'm it. I'm the dad. Leah is the dad. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I am, and I'm really excited about it. I have not skated, therefore, in about 59 and a half years, it feels like. Because um, I, I, I did this using the miracle of science, which means you find <laughs> out stupid early. And because, you know, women's bodies are mysterious and strange and fragile, and, you know, it's now all about the, the, the fetus... <laughs> and not about like you know me being a an adult and like doing my own things i've been benched basically like for forever um i'm basically not even allowed to look at the ice apparently based on like how my doctor describes it well you watched the stanley cup playoff scenario I, I probably shouldn't have because there's profanity and it has ears now and it can hear things <laughs> you're right yeah, so um, my running joke with Mary is that I'm, like, constantly threatening to, like, report her to the state of Alabama. <laughs> yes, which is actually really funny. Um, I, mean, it's, I mean, it's not funny, but it's it can, not funny I mean, at all. You have to find a way to cope with what's happening in our country and yeah, yeah. with how our yeah. ability to control what we do with our own bodies is being right, attacked on Right, so, so far, Leah basis. has tattled on me for having soda instead of water. Even though I did, I did bring you. She a Dr. did Pepper. bring me Dr. Pepper today because she's she's the best baby daddy. Um, and let's see what else. Well, the real funny part about this is that my parents currently live in Alabama. <laughs> that it is really. And funny. so I, on my personal Twitter, 
I um, posted something. I don't even remember which one it was. Oh, so I my um my sister had been stashing some cookie dough in the fridge, and I had some of it one night. And she came home and she saw it and she like looked at me like I had just murdered someone. She's, are you even allowed to have that? You monster. I know, just like horrible. So I just tweeted because I was annoyed and I, you know, I put on my Twitter, you know, my, my most annoyed question, you know, has this, was this planned, has been replaced by, are you allowed to do that? And then I'm like, you know, don't get butthurt at me because I ate some of your cookie dough, you know, like take it up with Alabama. And my mother, who follows my personal Twitter, <laughs> responded. She said, Alabama heard with a giant, like angry face. So I, I'm being watched. Your mom is like kind of, she's kind of like the Wes McCauley of watching over you. Because she she's is. always like, you can't do that. She is 100% like that. Yeah. So she's really funny because back when I started talking about trying to, to have this happen, She's like, oh, yeah, you can play until, like, you know, you're 20 weeks long, which is, like, halfway. Because until then, you know, guys, if you want to cover your ears because women's bodies are gross, you know, it's, like, deeper in your pelvis. It's protected. Like, it's fine. The incident actually happened. She's like, you're not playing hockey, are you? You can't go to the ice rink. What are you doing? <laughs> so she's, she wests with Macaulay's me a lot. Yeah, yeah I mean – it was funny because I was at some level trying to be like, sure, this is fine. Don't worry about it. But then, you know, you're, you're also kind of like, well, you know, well, you yeah, it's be, like, uh, you know, uh, yeah. So yeah. it's, it's actually kind of funny now though. Cause I, you know, for a really long time I, I wasn't skating, but I also wasn't telling people at the rink why, because God, I had to tell many, so I had to so tell many, many lies. fucking lies. Uh, they were like, so where's, many. Where's because again, again, I'm somehow responsible for knowing your whereabouts. And yeah, because we're like a match set. Yeah, I yeah. Know. I mean, I'm the dad, but I mean, like, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but like, <laughs> no, so like, I'd, I'd go hang out there because like, I don't just want to be in my house because I like the people I skate with. I wanted to see well, them. Well, you also volunteer and you help yeah, out. Yeah, so I like help out around the rink. I like do check-in. I do stuff with the kids. I'm like still a coach, I think, technically. That's <laughs> another thing. Maybe. I don't even fucking know at this point. Um, so I'd be there still all the time. They're like, why aren't you skating? Because I'd go from skating basically like every day to like being there but never putting skates on. And I was like, oh, I'm just not feeling it. Oh, it's a stomach thing. Oh, I twisted an ankle. Oh, I have work tomorrow. Like all these ridiculous bullshit excuses. And I would be like, Mary's not feeling well. And then people would look at me and I make me feel uncomfortable. And I'm like, why do I have to feel uncomfortable? Because I'm like, Mary is Well, making, no. And then it got to the point you know, where like it had gone on for so long. Again, because I found out really, really early. And like I'm waiting until like, you know, I think I told it 12 or 13 weeks. So we're talking like at least 10 weeks here of like me knowing and not telling anybody. They started to look at me like I had like cancer or was dying. Like, are you Okay. We're really worried about you, Mary. Are you feeling all right? These are thinking about hockey dudes. Are hockey dudes? Yes, like these big, burly, smelly guys. We're like, are you okay? Um, So I finally started telling people, um, and it has been hilarious, (laughs) like fucking hilarious. I'm mad because I haven't been able to be there because I've been benched with my ankle. Yeah, so so Leah's missed all of this stuff, but like. It has been so fucking funny because they will go from like they've all been like really you know supportive and encouraging like hey congratulations that's awesome you're so excited well, I like I like the, when you told someone and they were like uh, congratulations yes <laughs> they're like congratulations I'm like yes congratulations <laughs> I paid a lot of money for this this is a good thing um, and then other people have been completely over the top 
protective about it, which is, I think, coming from a really good place, but it's also kind of fucking patronizing. So there's our coach, you know, used to play in the (laughs) NHL. He is very much like, you know, the stereotypical man's man. He is not at all about babying people. Like when I was first learning how to skate and I fell all the time, he would laugh at me and then make us all do things I sucked at even more because it was funny when I like fell over and sucked at things. But in the nicest way possible. Yeah, no, it was encouraging. (laughs) Obviously, I stuck around. Um, (laughs) But now he is so insane about it. So I was there the other day helping set up for a practice, and I I didn't have my gear. I wasn't going to get on the ice, and I was helping somebody else get one of the nets onto the ice. I wasn't even lifting it, right? I was just kind of helping hold it. I bet you were lifting it. I wasn't because I was helping hold it tilted just so he could get it through the door. She's lying. And our coach saw it from across the rink, like literally as far away from the rink door as I was at as it could be. And he yelled, Mary, stop. And he skated <laughs> over as fast as he could. He's like, Mary, go sit down. I'm sitting there like, what the fuck? Like, I'm allowed to do things. And then, like, I went to grab a bucket of pucks, which could not weigh any more than 10, 15 pounds max. Like, hardly anything. Again, not even on the ice. Walking it over to the ice for my co-coach. And he yelled at me, too. So, that's been interesting. But once the baby comes out, it's all all off. They're going to be like, Mary, yeah. Yeah. Be like, move all the nets, Mary. Move all the nets, Mary. You have the little the kid, <laughs> in the, the kid in his chair on the bench with the net over him to protect him. Yeah, and we're actually to trying to think of a way to rig something up. Yeah. Kind of like the Pope Mobile. Yes, like the Pope Mobile on the ice, because he'll, like you know, baby. like a bubby, a bubble around the baby, so right. he can be out there with me. He can just chill. It could be like Zdeno Chara's, like, Yes, fish, yes, like, the, like the, the, yes, just all-encompassing. Yeah, like, surrounding his whole body. I yeah. bet he'd probably fit in there. I bet he would. Yeah. Chara's gigantic, yeah. and babies are really little in the beginning. We'll contact him after this and ask him if we can have We will, him. and yeah. we'll do it over email so he can type, since he won't have to talk, because <laughs> his fucking jaw is, like, wired shut. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, it's been very funny. I miss skating a well, lot, but... I think that you also have to talk about Mr. Nice Arms. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> this whole thing is so funny. So, you know, Mr. Nice Arms, I think at this point he probably knows we call him that. Oh, right, because um, he said, he told us he was going to listen to this. Yeah, so, so I don't know if he actually did, so <laughs> not, hello. Hi, Mr. Nice Arms. <laughs> um, so, he comes in last week or the week before last, and he is wearing this... Shirt without any sleeves. And I swear to God, he walks in and he's like glistening. All right. Like, and his arms, I think, are even nicer than usual. So I don't know if it's just, it's been a while since he's been around or like hormones are doing weird shit. I don't know. But he walks in and I'm just like, okay. Wait, was he shiny like a Twilight vampire? Yes. He was like, just like, like, just glistening all over. I was like, this is not helpful. So he comes in and, you know, he's like, I, I check him in to skate and, you know, we're like, you know, just chatting, and he wanders off for a bit, and our coach comes over. He's like, I bet he dressed like that for you. Um, so I was like, shut up. <laughs> so then, you know, Nice Arms wanders back, and he, like, sits down next to me, and he's just, like, talking as, like, I'm checking other people in. And after a while, he gets up, and he's like, why aren't you, where's your gear? Why aren't you skating? Why aren't you, you know, coming out there? And I'm like, oh, I'm, you know, I can't. And he's like, why? What happened? Did you get injured? And I said, no, I got knocked up. He literally took, like, three giant steps backwards and was like, oh, congrats, and then ran away. <laughs> like, bolted. Maybe he thinks it's contagious. Maybe he thinks it is. Like, he puts a lot of work into his physique. He doesn't want to, like, let it go. 
Right. Yeah. I mean, maybe maybe he thinks just like non-physical fitness is contagious or something. Maybe like that. I, don't I, don't know. I don't even know. But it was funny. Oh my god, it was funny. Well, one of the funny things is like when I was trying to help validate Mary's feelings about wanting to still skate even though she's pregnant because when I I've, I've also had children so when I was pregnant my doctor told me that I could continue running up to 20 miles a week and I was like oh, okay that's good like that's not really yeah that, that's good I can still keep doing what I'm doing um but um but Mary's doctor like pretty much told her that she couldn't do anything and so I I was so then I sent her the story about um Caroline Ouellette mm-hmm. who was um playing for um the CWHL and so she and um Julie Chu were both on the same team and they played in the Clarkson Cup final while Caroline Ouellette was pregnant. And so, um, and so I was like, I wonder how far along Caroline Ouellette was. Yeah. Like, was she, you know, was it like super early? Did she not know yet? And I tried right. to do all this research on it and I couldn't, I couldn't find the answer. Yeah. Cause it's crazy. So before I started trying, I'd ask my doctor about it. Cause I'm an insane person. Like, you know, if I get pregnant, you know, how, how early do I have to give up hockey? And she's like, and she said the same thing, like, oh, like, you know, 20 weeks, because it's protected, and if you fall, it's protected, and whatever, you're fine. The instant I actually went back to her when I was pregnant, she's like, you you can't go on the ice. No, you can't do that. Like, no, absolutely you she can't do that. You. She did. You know, she's <laughs> like, you know, you could fall, and that could cause trauma and hurt it. You could get overexerted because you're wearing too much gear, and you'll get overheated and dehydrated, and that'll be a big problem. You could get hit in the stomach with a puck, which actually is a legit thing because I don't trust or half you could the be assholes like me. we skate with. You could be like me and you could spear yourself in the stomach with the end of your stick. Yeah. You know, I did that several, maybe almost a year ago and I still have a scar. I believe it. I still I believe it. I like got my stick stuck in the boards once in the corner and like couldn't stop my forward momentum in time and speared myself in the groin <laughs> and thought I was going to die because it was awful. You were desperate. It you was like, like, I was really desperate. Like, I'm like, we're going to do this. Fine. I'm going to get some action. <laughs> no. So it was ugly. So like that, I'm like, okay, the, the puck thing, fine, I get, whatever. But like you could do a clinic or skate around or whatever, but yeah, like it sounds so like they were telling you. She was, yeah, she was, and she was basically like, you know, well... You know, you're obviously, like, a better skater than I am. You do it all the time, and you know your body, I guess. So, like, if you just want to go, like, you know, do a clinic, but keep your heart rate below 140 beats per minute. Which, I don't know if you guys, like, monitor your heartbeats or workouts, but that's fucking nothing. It's nothing. You know, when I had my surgery and I was coming, I was coming out of my my anesthesia, and they were checking to see if I was alive, um, they were very worried about me because my resting heart rate is, like, normally about... 48 uh-huh. to 50 beats per minute, I guess. Yeah. Which is very, very low. Mm-hmm. And so they thought that I was... Di- they I- thought I was dying. <laughs> they thought I was, like, dying like, no, or dead. No, I'm just a badass. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> not really, um, no, not really. So I actually did... I did two clinics um, early on before I told, like, any... I, like, my coach knew, but before I told anybody else. And it was really, really hard. Because, you know, my, my heart rate regularly gets up into, like, 180, 190 when I'm doing clinics. Because there are a lot of hard work. And it always comes back down again as soon as you stop doing a drill or whatever. But it it was really, really hard to stay within this ridiculous heart rate limit and then again like you know my coach was being so like overprotective <laughs> he kept yelling at me and making me stop like your face is too red go sit down mary you're not allowed to do this drill 
And nobody- Mary, you can't do this. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sitting here. I'm like, hey, none of these people know yet. Like, I'm fucking fine. I'm a pale, pasty redhead. Like, I turn red really easily. He's like, go sit down. You can't do this. Are you insane? You can't do this. I am going to get you a shirt that says you can't do that. I, I feel like I, I, I need one. one. Just to yeah. remind yourself. Just remind yourself I can't do anything. I mean, but I think that this calls attention to how hard it is just to be a woman in general because yes. it's like, okay, well, you're supposed to stay fit while you're pregnant. Yes. Right? Like, stay fit, but well, no, but so, don't you know, my, my, my mother, who I love and is very supportive and is really excited about her first grandchild, you know, keeps getting on me about, you know, not doing hockey and not overexerting myself, but also you're not exercising enough, Mary. Yeah. It's you like, need to do more, Mary. I feel like this is also emblematic of so many other things that we've been seeing in terms of like women's sports. Like if you look at Castor Semenya, it's like, well, um, or, or like women who wear makeup, it's like, why is she wearing makeup to an athletic event? I mean, she's not here to look pretty. She's here to play sports. You you, you can't win. Or with Castor Semenya, it's like, wow. Wow, she looks kind of mannish. So yeah. she's there's clearly there's something. Clearly something. something she's so not like, really a lady. Yeah. So it's like it's like don't yeah. look too feminine, but also don't look too masculine. Right. Like you just have to like find there's right just, in the there's middle. Not, where there's not there's not any right way to do things. Yeah. So you can be like an old ass fart like me and not have children. And there's something wrong with you because why don't you have kids yet? Yeah. Or then you can be a woman like me and get pregnant. Then it's like well you're not doing this the traditional way or now that you're pregnant like you can't have outside interests like you're you're a mama now yeah. and that's all that you are now and that's all you can think about doing yep yeah and it's crappy and like I've already had like some issues with you know the coaching thing because I'm a fucking coach and I'm you know not like a great one or whatever but I am one and I mean who who is who Mary? is honestly like no one's a good <laughs> um, but we're like you know we're doing some preseason stuff with our kids in the summer before the rink closes down and um like for a while they weren't going to let me be listed as a coach on the paperwork because I'm obviously not going to be able to get on the ice once the season starts because I'll be like massively super pregnant. Um, but I'm still certified. I can still be on the bench doing things like there's a lot of stuff I still can do. And they were just like, well, you can be the manager instead. You can be the team mom. (laughs) (laughs) I was just like, whoa, no, we're going to stop that. Back it up. Right the fuck there. That is not a thing that is ever going to happen, first of all. You're like, if I wanted to be like the stereotypical, like, like team mom, like I would have gone about this a traditional right, route. like the traditional stereotypical yeah. like non super expensive route, like yeah. that. That would have been how this went down. This is yeah. not how this is going down. <laughs> first of all, this was a choice. This was a choice. This is not how this is happening. <laughs> um, so it's been really frustrating. And then they um, got someone else to help my co coach coach. Which on the one hand I get because I'm not going to be able to be on the ice. He needs a second person on the ice with him because managing all those kids is a lot of work. You want more than one person, so fine. They're calling him coach, which bugs me a little bit more. <laughs> and then, you know, and this guy was like, I, I know this guy. I like him a lot. He's a nice guy. Like, you know, he came over and was talking to my normal co-coach. And he was like, yeah, you know, so it's going to be the two of us. And then, like, you know, Mary, like the manager. And I'm like, nope. <laughs> it's going to be you two and Coach Mary, yeah. who is also a coach. Just add, you you're should, doing coaching things. You should just add, like, an extra coach. You should be like, Coach Mary, who was a coach. That's what I'm, yes. I'm being called. <laughs> coach Mary the coach. <laughs> coach, Coach Mary. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's been, it's been, like, frustrating. I'm like, I don't know. Like I said, I understand why it's happening, and I get it. But at the same time, I'm like, that's my spot. Yeah. Bitches. Yeah, and I, there was a really interesting story about women who coached at college or professional levels, and there was a story about one college coach, and I can't remember, 
I can't remember what college or what sport. a basketball coach? I don't know, but she had a baby, and she was literally back. Like, with, within, like, a couple of days it was, or Yeah, it was within a couple of days, and it's because there's so much pressure to not yeah. miss a beat because then you worry that someone, like, you know, new co-coach is going to come along and... And take your spot. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Because it's, you know, especially at at that level. Yeah, well, there's this idea, too, that women are supposed to instantly bounce back. Because I've been looking into, like, the maternity leave thing and how long I can take. And I was talking to my dad about it because he also works in the same field I do. And, you know, he might have had experience with, like, women in his offices doing this stuff. Like, how long they can stretch things out. And he's like, well, you know, you're not going to want to be out of work that long. Because you're going to want to go back to work. I'm like, well... I don't know. Like, I'd like the option if I'm allowed however much time. He's like, well, you know, I'll, I'll be retired by then. I'll come up and I'll take care of him. And then you can go back to work sooner. Which, again, is really, really sweet. And I'm awesome, like, major glad for the support. But at the same time, it's like, if I just ejected a human from myself, <laughs> like, maybe I don't want to go back to work for a minute. Like, maybe I want to sit there and, like, recover. Or, like, you know, not sleep. Or figure out how to keep it alive once it's existing outside of me. Like... I mean, it would be interesting to see how this works in other countries because the U.S. has some of the worst maternity so leave policies. Up. Like, in, in not even just in the developed world, but in, like, the entire world. Yeah, it's really bad. Um, because some people say that you need a year to, or you should have a year to fully recover and to take care of um, an, an infant. Um, I mean, I'm not really sure how long people need in terms of allowing optimal conditions for healing, but... Right. You know, certainly not like six weeks, which is six weeks is just insane world. to me. Absolutely insane to me, considering like the, the the stress your body goes through, the physical effort it takes. And then on top of that, it's not like you you have the baby and then everything instantly goes back to normal because you now have this tiny human in your house that doesn't fucking sleep ever, that screams all the time, that can't communicate with you, that is super, super fragile and depends on you for absolutely everything. And then your hormones are insane on top of that. It's like you don't, I, I keep hearing people tell me, like, you don't get back to normal or feel like yourself again for, like, a year plus afterwards, <laughs> which is really exciting to hear, guys. I'm, like, Well, I mean, stoked. also, you're going to be really busy podcasting, so I really, oh, yeah. I think that your dad needs to dial it back a notch. I know. I mean, he can come and babysit <laughs> so you can, like, podcast and go to hockey. Yeah, so you guys think, like, the random dog noises in the background <laughs> of our podcast are annoying? Just wait till there's a screaming baby. Yeah, that's why we're always at Mary's house, because my kids are older and they're very loud, and so I'm, like, no, I mean, they're, yeah. like, running around being crazy. So, no. Yeah, this is like the, the golden age of our podcast. Yeah, so it surprise, we're shit. moms. Surprise, we're moms. <laughs> we do it all. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, anyways. So, enough about me. Yeah. How's your how's your busted leg, Leah? You know, it's doing better. I went to the doctor yesterday, Exciting. actually. Or actually, was it yesterday? No, it was like two days ago. And I got off of my crutches so I can walk Super now, exciting. Super exciting. Um, and I can't remember if I mentioned this the last time, but my doctor... When I told him that I had gotten injured playing hockey, he pointed to his mouth, and I was like, okay. And so he uh, apparently... Oh, this story. Oh, my God. It makes me cringe so much. He got I hit forgot. in the mouth with the slap shot, and he mm. lost his his front teeth. Um, <laughs> Mary actually has her hands over her mouth. It's right horrifying. Um, but he told me... He told me that it happened when he was in college, and he's got to be, like, in his 60s now, and he says that he can still see the puck coming over <laughs> oh his face. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And, he, and, and then he talks about how he, like, tried to get his hands up, mm. but he couldn't get them up in time. So, so anyway. That's horrifying. I, know. I thought that was kind of funny, because we also don't, we don't live in a very hockey-centric really area. It's really not at all. So, yeah. I thought it was, it's it's definitely more random when you meet people who right. play hockey, because there just aren't as many And that's people. why you wear a fucking mouth guard <laughs> and a cage, people. 
wear the cage when you play hockey. I mean, I wish I had the opportunity to get my teeth knocked out like a man, Mary. So I mean, obviously, like, but you know, yeah, you but... want to look like <laughs> like pirates or you know, yeah. And then I would just wait until I retired to get my dental work done. Yeah, like Alex Ovechkin, like he doesn't have enough money to, to get right, teeth. <laughs> right. Come on, dude, pop some of those chiclets in there. Yeah, I mean, it's probably smarter. It's probably a lot less painful if he gets hit in the mouth with a puck if he doesn't have the teeth. I don't know. Like, I feel like a lot of those guys who I like, so Crosby's got like, I think basically everything he has in front is all fake now. And like, you know, you see them, they get hit in the face and then they just pop them out and hop right back out there. Cause they just sort of like pop right out. Yes. I did manage to make it about Crosby. Leah. <laughs> you did everything, everything, everything. But, um, I, I, I thought that my recovery, I would be trying to, you know, stay in shape and exercise. <laughs> but, but guess what, people? Um, I became, like, the basest version of myself. <laughs> so I think that it went on maybe, it was going on at least, like, three or four weeks without wearing a bra. So I just, like, You're used living this. the life. I am. Yeah. So, like, I, I use this excuse. Sometimes I, like, wouldn't wear underwear because it was, like, too difficult to, like, hobble around and find stuff to wear because I couldn't move. And so I'm like, well, I'm just going to wear this. And Whatever. It's going to work out. So, <laughs> so yeah, I've, like, I've become very minimalist. And then um, and then I also did not try to exercise and work out at all. Um, and so, <laughs> um, so I think the lowest part was I was laying on the couch eating a bag of Cheetos. And then I looked down and I realized I had, like, Cheeto crumbs all over my boobs. And I'm like, this is class. <laughs> this is classy. And then, um, and then later on, I was trying to eat a Sunday. It was like the same day. I was trying to eat a Sunday while laying on the couch. Um, and and so like my main concern was like how I could position my head so as not to be like laying down and you, you know like you can't you eat. You don't want to aspirate yeah. your ice cream. I know. Yeah. I didn't want to aspirate. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> so it was all about finding the optimal angle of head placement. You know, so that's yeah. that's what I've been doing. I mean, so this I've... is really funny because you know when we have potlucks at hockey, like at the end of a session or whatever, you know, people bring in all sorts of junk food and garbage and sweets and candy and whatever. And Leah will always bring this really fancy healthy salad or like fancy <laughs> breads and cheeses and meats and like all this really nice Leah healthy stuff. And now she's like turned into a normal human and she's eating garbage like the rest of us i know well you know i i was wondering whether i was going to gain, gain a lot of weight like being n- not active but it turns out that it's so it was so hard for me to get food. yeah <laughs> it was so hard for me to get around um that i just found that i ate less because i couldn't like it's not I, worth it to get up yeah so i so i i think the only reason i didn't gain a lot of weight was because i was too lazy to get food for myself so i'm back now i can walk what no more crutches so now i can like go and get cheetos myself instead of <laughs> Making the kids do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we decided it's going to be really interesting by the time we both get back on the ice. It's going to be like starting all over again, and we're going to be complete vendors and just like really suck. Well, I'm going to go to um, kid hockey camp. <laughs> <laughs> In your boot? Yeah, I'm going to go to kid hockey camp. I wonder if they could Skater put a blade on the bottom of your boot. No, I mean, I might get out of the boot like next next week, so what? Mm. Yeah. Don't be like those idiot guys we skate with and like go out there too soon. No, I'm not. Go- I'm not gonna do that. And and also, I think by the also, time- do you need no- new skates that have better ankle support? Well, <clears throat> I haven't figured that out, but I think probably I do. But luck- luckily, I wear junior skates, so you I do. Can get- so you can get nice ones for cheap. Yeah, I'm gonna try. And you get- have little. You have small foot privilege, Leah. I do not. I you wear- have small foot privilege. I do. I have regular woman size feet. Hey, I wear whatever. Si- I wear a size eight. Do you know the last time I was in a the last time I wore a size eight? <laughs> Leah was like middle school. <laughs> middle school, I was a size eight in shoes. And I remember my mother saying, you're the same size foot as me. 
Yeah. Well, you know, small foot privilege. Well, my daughter can wear my shoes now, so there's Ooh. that. But yeah, I was. I always thought that like people who had a, a size six had small foot privilege because those are the shoes that are always on sale. That is true. Yeah, this is a very womany episode. This is a very womany episode. We've got a lot to catch up. Stereotypically womany episode. Yeah, it's good for you. We're exposing yeah. you to new things. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, anyways, that's me. Oh I've, my god, I can walk. I just remembered the story about the cop we skate with and his son and him being so offended on my behalf. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. So last story about me being knocked up. So we skate with guys. I curse all the time. You guys know this. We talked about this. Did we? I think we did talk about this. Yeah. So anyway, his son, his son told like you said, you know, go fuck yourself in front of me and his father lost his shit at him and his father like knew. You could come back and be like, I did. I did. I did. Surprise. Surprise. And it worked. Um, (laughs) Sorry. And he lost his shit and like his son didn't know by condition at the time and probably still doesn't because he's kind of clueless but like his dad, the cop, did. And so like it was so fucking funny to see how instantly he went from like, yeah, Mary swears all the time to like, how dare you use language in front of Mary. (laughs) Yeah. Dudes are funny. Puck has years. Puck does have ears, and the, the yeah. So my family decided all the babies in our family get like you know in utero names before they have real ones. I was Moose, I huh. think. Yeah. So my my parents decided they need to pick one, and they went with Puck because Puck's in deep. Puck's in deep. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. Anyway, Puck has ears. Puck is going to come out knowing how to curse, mm-hmm. and that's okay. That's good. Oh, and yeah. also, Puck is going to have some amazing hockey-related clothes because I've decided <laughs> as a means of torturing all of the um, I'm hockey... I'm so excited. I'm so <laughs> excited about as this. As a means of torturing everyone at the rink, I'm going to have a baby shower for Mary at the rink where I make everyone attend <laughs> and, like, sit around and watch her open onesies and stuff. Oh, my God. It's going to be hilarious. Yeah, I'm going to be like, I don't Imagine care if you're a man or a woman. Imagine the looks on their faces. You're all coming. Imagine you're all the coming. looks on their faces. <laughs> You're all coming and you're going to eat, you're going to eat like bad cake and bad chicken cake. salad yep. and you're going to enjoy it. Yep. Oh my God. If we could make them play the stupid fucking games. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. I have to, I have to make this happen. Oh my God. Just torturing them would be so hilarious. Yeah. I mean, because honestly, like I don't even want to be there. I fucking hate those things. Oh my God. I hate them too. Like I, I, I've thrown them for people. People appreciate them. I get it. They're I hate, awful. I hate being the center of attention. I hate them. I hate the games. I think they're cheesy and horrible and awful. Like they're, I just they're, don't. They're, they're like misogynist and disgusting. Yeah. It's just horrible. It. It's yeah. horrible. But like watching all of them like cringe their way through it. Yeah. would be, I'd be like, like Thank amazing. you. Now, now you have to sit through what I've, I've had to go through. Thank you. Now you understand. Now you, have now to, you know. You have to suffer. While you're out doing fun dude stuff at a bar somewhere, we're sitting here with all these people we don't fucking know. Life. Telling us horror <laughs> stories about how they pee themselves now. Like, congratulations. Welcome yeah. to the club. Yeah. So, yeah, that's yeah. going to happen. I'm so excited. Yeah. I think that I'm going to I'm gonna video record it and we're going to post oh God, it on our website. It's going to be great. It's going to be so great. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah. Yay. Sucks to be all those guys. Um, so, should we talk about um, the Stanley Cup or women's hockey? You decide. Hmm. Maybe the Stanley Cup because that's going to be quick because neither of us really care. Yes, so the season is finally over. Thank fucking God. Like, I feel like the playoffs went on for eight and a half years. They did. They they did. They lasted forever. Well, I I couldn't... I actually hadn't comprehended how long the final, just the final itself was weeks. until weeks. Yeah, because Steve Dangle said he kept complaining about it, and then he was like, "It was literally like one month ago when the finals were set." And oh my god! Yeah, one series has dragged on for like. Four has weeks. it always dragged on that much? I don't remember last year lasting this it, long. Yeah, I think that it did because um, because I think the Caps won the cup 
maybe like a few days this time last year ago before. I mean, I guess it has to because like, like the the you know, penguins kept posting about how this yeah. was like their cup anniversary oh. last week. Or- <laughs> It's my superpower, Leah. Being pregnant hasn't stopped that. It's probably just amplified it. It Made it more about yourself. It has. It's all about me. I'm just dating life, Leah. That's the only thing that matters now. That's my entire sole focus is being about me. I know. How much time in the fucking podcast do you have to dedicate to your your baby? All of it it forever. Yeah. Mine don't matter because they're like not in my in my body anymore. So no one one cares. Yeah, once they're born it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Look, Leah, I am I am harboring a future white man in my (laughs) womb right now. So we all know that that is the most important thing. Yeah, you don't know. I'll come out not being white, you don't know. I mean you never know. Lab mistakes happen. I guess we'll just have to find out in November. (laughs) I know. Surprise! Surprise! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um so anyways, yes, the playoffs are finally over, and um, we, we won't go through everything leading yeah. up to that, because I think it was a while, it was a while ago before we, like, when we recorded last, and we yeah. didn't really talk that much about... I feel like, was it right after both of us got knocked out? I think so. Yeah, it's probably been that long. Or knocked up, Mary. Or knocked up. <laughs> yeah. So, it was after the snap. It was after the snap. <laughs> so, um, so yeah... We watched the game, and it was really interesting. So game seven, I was thinking in the beginning it looked like all Boston, and and I was like, huh, this is, you know, it looks like they have a, a good jump early on, and then the goalie kept <laughs> um, <laughs> making all these huge saves, and I was like, so after after I saw him make, like, numerous, like, grade-A saves, I was like, He's too dialed in tonight. I'm like, there's no it's way. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, like, from the first, like, like after the first half of the first period, I was like, it's not going to happen for the Bruins tonight. Yeah. Because right? I could just, like, tell that that he he was in their heads or he, or he was too dialed in and there was no way they were going to get that many past him. And so, um, so I, they they ended up scoring first. And I think, yeah, the Bruins didn't they score got, until, like, the last. They got two really quick. Right. And then, and I was like, there's, I was like, one, maybe they have a, chance a little to come bit back of from. A hope of getting one past him. But I was like, there's no yeah. way. Like, after two, I was like, ooh, that's kind of. Yeah. It's like, no, it's not, not even two. It's like, now you got to get three. So. Yeah. 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 So they, they didn't, they weren't shut out, at least. No, they weren't shut out. So. And, and what and what someone would call the most uh, meaningless goal? It's really meaningless, but they got it, know, Leah. They did. But they did get they it. They did get it. Yeah. Um, Look, it saved the trash can from getting a shutout. Yes. So you know, fuck that guy. I know, and it's kind of sad because I think I probably would have rooted for the Blues, but I just couldn't. I I just couldn't do it because of Bennington. And, yeah, and and you know what? I think every team has a problematic player. Oh yeah, but for sure. When it's the goalie, it's something different because they have so much to do with mm-hmm. the success or failure of the team, and they get so much credit. Um, unless unless like every single game, you know, he let in four goals and they only won because they scored like six, which right. wasn't which isn't how right. which isn't how like a Stanley Cup that's final how, series. That's goes. not how hockey works. No, I mean, so I mean, the, I guess the one silver lining is that he didn't win the Conn Smythe and that. Um, he did allow like six goals one night, which I thought was pretty. Fabulous. That was pretty funny. I know that they was awesome. pulled him. That was pretty great. Yeah, and then they allowed oh. him back in, the next game. Well, I oh yeah, I mean they should have though. He was having Ugh. a bad night. Ugh. I mean he's whatever. He, he was, you know, he was, he was in definite contention for the Smythe. But anyways, as as for why we don't <clears throat> like him, I mean you probably have heard about his tweets from when he was an adult, yeah. talking about burkas and not wanting to listen to people talk in foreign languages and. 
So I think that some people are like, oh, so nobody can say anything in their entire lives or you just like don't like them anymore. And it's like, no, that's not it at all. Right. Like everyone says stupid things. Everyone, absolutely everyone every person it. on the planet does dumb, stupid, offensive shit. Yeah. It doesn't matter what color you are. Everyone no, does it. Everyone but, does it. But the issue is that he had an opportunity to apologize for it. Yes. He, and clearly people were upset about it. People who could be potential hockey fans are upset about it. And instead of taking the opportunity to, to apologize mm-hmm. and to promote tolerance within the NHL, he was just like, oh, well, I mean, I was young. I was, I'm not I, here to talk about that. Yeah, and I'm like, well, you know, a lot of people a lot of people were young. Well, think about how many, like, young people do dumb-ass shit and then end up going to jail or having their lives fucked over because of it. You know, like, that's, that's a bad thing. I mean, day. it's not an excuse. And even if people do say offensive things, I mean, what he said I thought was very offensive. It like, is very offensive. Just saying, saying something about not wanting to listen to people talk in foreign languages, that strikes a chord now because of the environment that we're living yep. in. And that, like, and if somebody is willing to say those things publicly, then God knows what the fuck is going on in their head. I mean, maybe yeah. it's not as bad, like, we can't judge what's going on in his head. But, like, usually when people put statements out in the public, it is right. usually emblematic in some way of right. how they generally think about yeah. things. And so the fact that he seemed unconcerned about it was a problem. And and that wasn't even it. It was the Blues reaction. So he had a there was a press conference right after the tweets were discovered and a reporter was trying to ask him about them and um, someone from the Blues actually intervened to stop the questioning and That's say classy. we're not here to talk about this. And it's like why, why, why not? not? And then the NHL deputy commissioner also said that he didn't think that it... He, he, he made some statement about how he thought it had been adequately addressed. And so, like, r- right there, it just shows that the leadership of the team is not interested in making right. an environment where hockey really is for, for everyone. And, like, for people who say that, oh, people are overly sensitive or snowflakes, it's like, well, why don't you try living in an environment where hockey, quote-unquote, doesn't belong to you and try and be a fan where most of the fans... Aren't, aren't like you and then they have to deal with people like you saying that those comments are okay when they make you feel right. unwelcome so you know it's it's and it's not even like people are looking for like some giant massive like you know huge sweeping you know apology letting him turn his whole life over letting him walk away from hockey and punishment and like go live in a cave for what you've done people are not looking for that like no. it could be as simple as yeah i said that shit it was fucked up i'm sorry i'm gonna do better Right, and that, and you know what? Like, that it could been, be that fucking easy. That would have been the end of it, but he was so arrogant, and the Blues were so arrogant, and they completely passed on that opportunity, and then they reinforced. It, it's, it's almost like it would have been better if no one would have asked him about mm-hmm. them, because then you would just think, okay, this guy made these comments, but now you have an organization and the NHL saying right. that they don't think that it's a big enough deal. Yeah. And so that that is a huge problem, and it doesn't really do anything for players of color, for fans of color, to feel more right. welcome in the sport. So, yeah, so it's shitty. Yeah, so that's why... So it was because he's the goalie and because he was he's an unapologetic, racist, intolerant person. So. Yeah. So boo to him. Yeah, boo to him. And boo to everyone who ever compared him to Matt Murray, by the way, because <laughs> they happen to both be skinny string beans with long faces. Like... Matt, giant fluffy dog, donates to charity Murray, would fucking it's never. It's all about the penguins. Oh my God. It can be. It's like it can be. So Look, we're going to talk about capital stuff later. Right. So, like, wow. Don't even. Wow. Don't even. Yeah. And then, and then also, like, with, with the backdrop of that, you know, I was kind of like, okay, well, I'm going to root for the Bruins. And I have family in Massachusetts. Like, my brother-in-law is, like, a, a like huge Bruins fan and like he and my sister and their family and their kids they all Aww. go to games and they have like jerseys Aww. and they're like so, super into it and so I was like you know I mean I, I've, I always kind of want the Bruins to do well because of the family but then they had like the whole incident with with the barstool towels and oh I was like oh my god yeah. yeah like that right there you pissed off the hockey gods like 
I know. They didn't win a home game after. They didn't. That's what happened. I know. That's what happens. Yeah. I mean, although although the Blues did win the Stanley Cup, but I feel like I feel like they're they're well, they're just about to get the White House first, yeah, though. I know. So they're never going to win the cup again. Ever, <laughs> ever. They're going to have a really <laughs> shitty fucking season. Yeah. First round exit next yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah. You hear you heard it here first, folks. Yeah, um, we're predicting it. But yeah, so the the bar st- stole towels. I mean, that was. It was just kind of insane that they like had their name on the towel, and then they actually thanked them on Twitter for providing the towel. And it's like, okay, maybe you don't agree. Maybe maybe the Bruins thinks that what Barstool stands for is okay. Gross. But but it's like it's just dumb from a business standpoint because you have to know that a lot of people don't think it's okay. Yeah, including like, why a lot of you... women. So so like why why alienate people like that? Like I there mean, aren't other people willing to give you money to put their names on a fucking towel. Like yeah, I know that there are, and a lot of people would. Like they're like find one that's not so like openly grossly problematic. It's not that fucking difficult. So um so anyways the best <laughs> yeah, the best God, part of this the best part of this the, <laughs> the best part the best part of this was seeing um what is his name Portnoy yep uh he he which is like just like the name alone is like fucking like he's a so he's the president of Barstool and I think it's hilarious his Twitter handle is President a stool and so I'm like pretty much you're just yeah. saying you're like the president like shit president yeah like stool that's yeah. like what president truth and advertising yeah. Leah president so president shit yeah um when I, <laughs> well first first you went off on people for being snowflakes about the fucking towels i know right oh yeah you know we're all the, snowflakes that's complaining the other thing about that makes it makes me mad like whenever whenever i bring something like this up people are like you're not fun at parties you're and i'm like i'm a fucking riot she at parties. is <laughs> she's <laughs> awesome at parties i'm like whatever yeah like i i i really really resent the whole the whole idea that if you are tolerant and not a dick that makes you like somehow not not fun like i don't understand that it's like Like the two are not mutually exclusive yeah whatever yeah people are stupid people whatever and and also when people are like go cry i'm like i really yeah like i don't cry about this stuff i just think you're a dick so i think you're a giant dick and i get angry want to like kick your scrotum up into your face like i mean but but but, but, but yeah yeah no i'm not i'm not crying there's no tears happening no so yeah yeah. But anyway, but you know who did cry? Yes! Who oh did my cry? god. Who cry. did cry, Mary? Got it on video. <laughs> oh, President Day shit cried, yeah, Leah. Yeah, he did. He did cry. He cried because, and this is very serious. Guys, this is really actually very serious. He was assaulted. He was assaulted, guys, by a towel. On his head. On his head. <laughs> he got flicked with a towel. And it was clearly the worst thing that's ever happened to a human ever. Yeah. Obviously. I mean, he said that he got assaulted. I mean, the funny... <laughs> when, 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 when I watched the video, the, the first I didn't even I, notice it happened. I'm like, no, what is he no, bitching I about? To, like, I had to watch it like four times. I'm like, why is he suddenly angry? Like, I didn't even... he turns around and then the guy's like, what? What? Like, the fuck? Like, yeah. You know. But, um... <laughs> But then, like, one thing I was wondering about was, like, why is he sitting up there? I'm like, if you're, like, the president of Barstool, like, why are you... He was like, I could see the wall behind He's the like, the fucking nosebleed surrounded by blue splints. I'm like, hey, you loser. Could you not afford a better seat? Do you not have a single Bruins fan who'd go with you? Like, what the fuck is your problem? Yeah, I just... I, like, really wasn't understanding why he was in that environment in right. the first place. So stupid. Um, but, well, but, I want to yeah. know, too, like, why was someone recording that? Like, waiting for it to happen? Like, was he just manufacturing his own bullshit drama? Um, no, I don't think so. Because that would be funny, too. Yeah. Yeah. 
So anyway, why is it always the people who cry snowflake when other people complain? Who turn out to be the biggest snowflakes of them all? Because, like, you could tell from watching the video that he... He looked like he was about to cry. Well, I think he was really sad that the Bruins lost. Uh And then then also, he was just... I I think, like, getting hit in the head with a towel was, like, one shade too far from (laughs) I just... I can't. I can't. And Leah, you and I talked about this, like, before we even started. Like, has he seriously never gotten snapped with a towel before? Yeah. Like... Because we were raised by, like, old school. Like, my my like my like grandparents were, like, coal miners in Pennsylvania. Like, so I'm kind of, like, I've, like, been used to, like, rough treatment. Yeah, and, no, like, like my know. dad used to, like, my dad taught us how to do that to each other while we were doing dishes because he thought it was fucking funny. I mean, and, like, and he was, like, a ranger. He's, like, over, he's, like, six foot three. Like, he did not hold back against that shit. Like, against his beloved children. He would, like, snap us in the next week. his delicate girls. His yeah. delicate daughters, even. Yeah. Like, he would snap us in the yeah. next week. And, like, you're crying because someone flicked you with their towel? Like, yeah. No, I really? actually did have to go back and watch the video like three times because I missed it. I can't miss it. I'm like, yeah. why is it like what where are we looking at here? Yeah. So it was, yeah. it was really funny. Yeah. But I think the guy next to him who was um really like was like, <laughs> you know, you know the person who was dancing with the chinchilla to Gloria, the blues fan? Yes. I think it was that guy. He's like everywhere. <laughs> so he was like also there's a picture of him with Layla Anderson near the bus after after the win or something like that. So I'm thinking that he must be a blues fan who lives in Boston. Yeah, maybe. And that's why he was at the game. God, but, it was yeah, so he's like, funny. He's everywhere. So chinchilla guy. Funny. It was so funny. Did you see they put the chinchilla in the cup? Did no, I didn't. The poor thing looked so scared too, but he well, got to be in the cup. Well, he was also being or like squeezed kind of tightly during the, the dance. How scary would it be that, like for that poor little chinchilla to be at the game too? Yeah. Oh my God, I didn't think about that. Yeah. I didn't realize the chinchilla yeah. was at the game. So, anyways. Yeah, like, so I've been I've been thinking about, like, you know, when tickets come out for next season, because I want to go see, like, you know, I decide I'm over my jinx. I'm going to go see the Penguins play when they come to D.C., and I'm like... She's going to see them lose. I'm going to see them lose, probably, because that's what they do when I go see them play. So, whatever. But maybe Puck will be good luck for them. Puck luck. Yeah. So, but, like, you know, people on these mommy message boards, if you haven't been on them, are fucking insane. Oh, wait, are they telling you to wear the earmuffs? No, not even telling me to wear the earmuffs, but, like, no, no, no. It's too loud and noisy for the baby. To be there mm. in utero because he has in ears utero. now. It's too what? noisy for him to be there. And like, you know, there's alcohol and like, you know, a puck could come over the glass and strike my belly. Oh my God. And there's the horns and the sirens and the flashing lights are just too much. I should stay at home and watch on TV. Well, a lot of people do put headphones on their babies. No, no, yeah. Like once he's yeah. actually born, if I do that, yeah, okay, fine. Because he's little, little yeah. baby ears, whatever. But like seriously, before he's even born, it's too dangerous for me to go oh. to a game. Yeah. I mean, when I was pregnant with my daughter, I remember I had wanted to go to this concert at the 930 Club to see one of my favorite bands. And so I was like going to be standing. And so I remember the doctor was like, well, I could, I could strip your membrane and you could deliver because you're kind of overdue. And I was like, no, no. (laughs) I was like, no. Like, that's not necessary. So I decided to go to the alcohol-soaked, uh, <laughs> very loud 9.30 club, very loud, very small 9.30 club to go to a concert. Because... Bad mother. I'm going to tell Alabama. I know. Well, yeah, I know. They they don't care now. I mean, yeah, she's already bored. Yeah. yeah. She gives a crap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but people are fucking crazy. Yeah. Well, speaking of um, fucking crazy, yes. so um, the, the injuries from the Bruins what were the insane. Hell? So, I mean, I think one of the big themes of the series has been 
I wouldn't say it was exceptionally physical. I think it was like very physical, but I wouldn't say it was like. You I feel know. like you know the playoffs, especially the finals. Well, I mean the final, are. like the, just the like, finals always yeah, yeah, are going to be like that. But but I think that the injuries that the Bruins had <clears throat> seem to be like a little bit more than I. Well, remember and it's from funny or crazy because like literally after every playoffs ends, this always happens. You know, teams who were perfectly fine and everyone was fit and healthy suddenly all declare themselves to be like half dead. Yes. Once everything's actually over. Yeah. Um. Like, but, yeah. Yeah. This is actually really over the fucking top, though. Yeah. No. I mean. Well, I think, I mean, the one everyone thinks about is Charo with his broken jaw. Well, it's not even broken. It sounds like he didn't, it, like, was dissolved. Yeah, it was, like, broken in several places. Like, um, like not even just, like, one side and something happened. Like, multiple places, multiple, like, both sides. But like, you know what I don't understand? I don't understand how his face did not look more swollen. Like, how thank you. How did his, because, like, my he ankle. He must have awesome fucking, like, awesome fucking health care, obviously. Yeah, when my ankle broke, like, my, my it was, like, swollen. It's, like, within yeah. minutes. It swelled and, like, it was, my skin skate was the only mm-hmm. thing from keeping it from getting completely out of hand but like i don't know how he managed to look so normal because even when he returned to the ice yeah um and didn't play and kind of just sat there on the bench like he they had i mean they yeah. shoot they shoot them up with like stuff god for like pain relief mid-game all the time so they must have been stabbing him with anti-inflammatories yeah the they had to have fucking been. powerful anti-inflammatories yeah. my god so um I, he just sniffed some coke in the back <laughs> oh fine. yeah yeah because Honestly. that's fine yeah. Yeah. everyone Who's he did it everyone does it, it. Yeah. yeah there's no com- it was it was two lines <laughs> allegedly, of a powdery white substance. Allegedly, dairy. look, it was, it was two crumbl- lines of a powdery. It was white crumbled up Smarties. It could have been baking powder. Yeah, it was candy. Yeah, could yeah. have been. Uh-huh. I don't know. You don't it was know. Carpet cleaner. He was just lining yeah, up. Yeah, really it could have been like that toilet cleaner or dishwasher. Yeah, he was just gonna go be tidy. Yeah, that's fine. In two that's, lines. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. He's just a little OCD, Leah. Whatever. Yeah. He wants to bring it with him. Yeah, he's gonna put it up in a little saran wrap <laughs> to save for his laundry later. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the Bruins are basically, like, literally decomposing. Well, yeah, and so in, was it Game 5? He played in Game 5, which I thought was insane, but um, they stupid. So they stupid. went with 7-D and, mm-hmm. and, and 5 forwards, and I was like, okay, I understand that he is the captain of the team and that he wants to play. I mean, I don't... Like, I don't really buy people saying, oh, he felt like he had to play. I'm like, no, if, if I were in the fucking Stanley Cup final and my jaw were broken, I would be like, you know what? I want to play. I want to be on the okay, ice. Okay, but that's one of the things where, like, and you, we've talked about this before, I think, even on the podcast, like, or not on our Twitter. Yeah. We do stupid shit. Like, yeah. you and I have both been injured and gone out and skated like, anyway. For, because, for nothing. Yeah, for fucking nothing. For not just, because, just because we fucking wanted to. Yeah. Like, a, for a scoreless fucking scrimmage yeah. where no one keeps rules, yeah, there's no refs, like because it. it's just because yeah. we like doing it. So... We get why that happens, yes. but at the same time, like if we were like actually seriously injured, I would certainly fucking hope that like the people paying my salary, the med staff looking out for me, my family would be like, "The fuck is wrong with you?" Yeah, you could get die. your ass in bed. Yeah, like they need to have they need to have someone telling them to dial it down because you know I was like one one really hard. Seriously. I don't know what the impact would have been on his jaw. Like, I... Like, not even necessarily, like, someone, like, actually hitting his face, which would have been catastrophic, I have to imagine. But, like, if he just fell and jarred himself... Like, I've fallen on my ass enough times playing, and, like, the shock comes all the way up through my jaw. And that's why I wear a mouth guard. Like, and that's not with my jaw broken into a billion pieces. Like, I, I feel like things should have gone so horrifically badly. But then, in addition to that, it's like... What is the impact of the level of play on the team? Because yes, so they they change their entire formation. Like lines play together because mm-hmm. they have chemistry. So they completely fuck that up. So they could have an extra defenseman 
in the event that Chara couldn't pull his weight, which right. he didn't really do in that game because he he was um, he he didn't really have very many minutes. Well, you he, feel like he's he got to like, be on okay. lots of lots of pain relievers, yeah. right? He can't he can't possibly be like oxygenating no, as, he, enough because he couldn't open his fucking mouth. No, so, like how are you breathing? He can't eat. So so you you have to question what his energy level is. Is he just living off of smoothies? Like you can't fucking no because Crosby even when, didn't play when his jaw was fucking broken. Because well, how can you like be good condition? Well, also healing broken bones takes a considerable yeah. amount of energy. Because I remember after I broke my ankle, I was like starved. I mm-hmm. was like so hungry, and so I I was like googling, you know, as <laughs> yeah, as people are want to do. Um, and um, everyone said that. Like, it takes, like, an insane amount of calories yeah. to heal bones. And so your body, in addition to, like, playing sports at a, at a high level, your body has to get well, energy from other said, places. Like, you know, so you're burning, like, like, these guys, these guys are burning, what, like, thousands of calories right. during your average game. Because they're working their fucking asses off. Yeah, and like they're all have, muscle, got, which burns more right. calories anyway. And you got 40-second shifts yeah. and you're supposed to go as, as hard, hard as you can. fucking can. Yeah. So on top of all that, you're also rebuilding half your fucking face. Yeah. Like, there's just no way that you can go out there and be effective. And then people were like, well, he's having trouble looking down. It's, and I'm like, uh. Because uh, your fucking face hurts? Like, yeah. So, yeah. So I understand why he's when out he's there. Like, he's like eight feet tall. He's going to have to look I down mean, a lot. Like, I think that that's the only reason why it wasn't as risky for him. Because any hits no, that he would have sustained probably, probably would have been chest. Yeah. yeah he's, you know, if he had been so any shorter, I certainly fucking hope they would have kept him off the ice. God. Um, but, but even so, like you said, like if someone shoved him into the boards and he just happened to clonk his head weird. Yeah. If he fell and just happened or, to like. Or if somebody on the blues was feeling particularly vengeful. And just went and, for a high stick. Yeah. And tried it. And just went for it. Like you, yeah. you never know. Because, or a like, puck you know, deflected. And like, he, you know, that, that oh, oh, jaw oh, protector. Oh, wait, uh, the puck deflected, like how he broke his jaw. Yeah. Like the, the jaw protector is not going to stop a, stop a puck going a hundred miles an hour. It's yeah. just not going to, it's not going to actively stop anything. Well, I mean, even so, your your face is going to, your head's going to jerk back, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, no, it's, it might stop more damage from happening, but it's still going to hit. It's going to impact your face. They don't wear their helmets tight enough, so probably his helmet's going to be jostled. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's stupid. Well, also, helmets aren't really designed to, they're they're not designed to prevent concussions. They're designed to keep your, your skull your from Your brains cracking. inside, yeah, you're, basically. Yeah, they're, they're designed to keep things from, quote-unquote, breaking, and so... Yeah. They can only do so much, but it's just it's stupid. But yeah, I was I was really wondering. I'm like, how how m- much more effective would they have been in that game had they had their regular mm-hmm. line forwards because they had trouble scoring during that game. So well, because we've seen throughout the normal season teams that like routinely switch their lines up just for shit's sake, like they didn't do well. But also, you have your your forwards are the people who. So, like, defensemen usually have bigger minutes, mm-hmm. for sure. But, like, if you're only running five forwards, they're going to get tired faster yeah. and they have to skate more. So, yeah. you just kind of wonder what the overall impact in that game was. I mean, he, he seemed to – his play definitely improved and he was able to play more, like, the last two games. But but then you had someone skating with a concussion. You had someone with a broken humerus. And so – Did someone have a broken sternum, too? Yeah, someone had a yeah. broken sternum. Oh, like, yeah, uh, Noel Chari had a broken a broken sternum. So, you're kind of – the fuck? Like, how are you how, – how can you play? How can you maneuver a stick adequately? How can you skate? How can you breathe? How can you not be sitting there even partway in your mind and obviously they're professionals and they're all very tough and brave whatever right but not be thinking like dear god nobody please hit me in the fucking chest yeah i can't i mean i feel like hockey is a game it's a game of inches and it's like yeah. how like very very small things can make a really big difference like you have to almost think like you have to be able to put all of that out of your head like that's why drunk mary plays better than sober mary because right. drunk mary doesn't give a fuck right and she'll charge at somebody or like let something happen because whatever like i cannot help but think that like unless these guys are really fucking drugged up there's not a tiny part of them thinking please god don't hit me in that broken place right or i mean or like 
when you're shooting, yeah. there's so many muscles and bones yeah. are involved that, like, you, you It's going to be just, off somehow. Yeah, there's going to be something off. And so I, I just wonder, like, how much worse off would a team actually be if they, you know, let, yeah. let David Backus into the lineup yeah. or something like that or whatever. I mean, or if they let some, which is, and, and that's another thing. I'm, like, very curious to know as to why he was scratched for, like, it's the last two games. I don't know. I don't know. But, um, but anyways, like, I would really like to know, like, what... And, and I feel like this is the only way things are going to change. Like, if there is conclusive scientific evidence that all of these injuries, like, if they were able to quantify how much a particular injury makes, how much less effective it makes right. you at certain things in right. hockey, maybe teams would be like, you know what? We're just putting ourselves at a disadvantage right. by playing. Your stats guys would yeah. be like, yo, this is stupid. Yeah. I mean, it would be fascinating to It would know, be really interesting if they could quantify that somehow. So. Well, I just keep thinking you can look at teams in the past and, you know, making it about the Penguins just because they're the teams I follow most. But, you know, when they won their their first of the back-to-back, you know, they did it without Latang, who's their, you know, best defenseman, because he was fucking injured. And so they didn't put him back in. And they had, like, these younger guys who were coming up and, like, filling in from, you know, Wilkes-Barre. Um, and then they lost Duper because, like, halfway through, so they brought up younger Is forwards again. Is that how Gensel got in? Yeah. Cause, yeah. Because he wasn't in the regular lineup. No. In the, in they their, they in were basically run. decimated with injuries. They had, like, none of their fucking regular guys left. And so they brought up all these babies – from the AHL team, and they kicked ass because they were younger and fresher and not fucking broken. Exactly. So I do, I do wonder. I'm like, okay, there has to be something. There, there has to be something to not to right. to being fast or yeah. being faster to not you know. And you think too, like be... if you if you've been given that chance because the guys ahead of you in the lineup are sitting. Yeah, for the fucking Stanley. And Cup And you're final. in the fucking Stanley Cup final, and you're like, shit, I might. Yeah, you know, I'm an AHL guy. I might never get this chance again. Like I'm gonna fucking kill myself out there. Yeah, like to get and my do name, absolutely to get my everything to get my name on the cup before yeah. you ship me back down to the yeah. minors. Like yeah. the hunger those kids are gonna have. Yeah. But yeah, we've decided that there aren't enough parents who are yes. writing because <laughs> we were like, what what could you possibly do to penalize? Like, so maybe maybe teams have to be penalized for putting mm-hmm. severely injured players out. And I'm not talking about like, oh, they lost a tooth or oh, their fingers broken or no, whatever, they have fine. a they have you a groin do that pull, like, shit, whatever, whatever, you know, fine. Yeah. But but like something like Chara or something like Jake DeBrusque having yeah. a concussion, concussion, like, or you have like really... massive broken bones. Like, no, go fucking sit yeah. Down. It's like that at, at a certain point, it becomes dangerous to their long term health. So, yeah. So like maybe teams need to be threatened with some type of punishment maybe they should lose cap space or yeah. something if it comes or you lose out. a draft pick yeah and it goes to the team you're playing against <laughs> yeah it's like total total mom punishment <laughs> Can you imagine like yeah. penguins if you play your injured dude the caps are getting your first rounder yeah or they're getting like Sidney crosby yeah they're gonna be like no it's like oh my god even just for one game you yeah. play that broken guy when yeah. he's this amount of broken you're sending your best player over to them to yeah. play for the yeah. next game yeah, and oh, oh, he has a no trade clause. Too bad because it's Trump, too bad. Too, this Trump set. Yeah, it's Trump set. Your trade is for a game. Sucks to be you. You're a capital yeah. now, Crosby. But yeah, yeah. They, I feel creative like, punishments, people. Because then, th- then players wouldn't feel. I think, like, like we said before, I don't think a lot of them feel pressured to play. But no, I just think they're did, they're driven, and it's their dream, and it's something they love doing. Yeah. Again, we have done that dumb, stupid shit. And I would just do it because if we I were love them, the sport. If I were them, I would totally. Yeah, do it. but and I'm like, like I would, like I said, I, my ass is out there on the ice. Don't tell Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, just because it's something that I really, really love doing. You know? Yeah. Like, it happens. But at the same time, that's why you have more rational people yeah. to say, you know, you're being a dumbass. 
go sit down. Yeah. Because concussions can have permanent repercussions. Yeah. Like, and we've seen that. Yeah. We are seeing that. And but, yeah. Batman wants to pretend they don't, but you know. It's all like, it's the, and also the fact that they would admit that Jake DeBrusque played through the final, played through Stupid. most of the playoffs with a concussion. Stupid. It just shows that the NHL is not taking the When Sidney Crosby gets a concussion during the playoffs and then fucking sits out until he feels better. Sidney Crosby. Hockey yeah. robot Sidney Crosby. Like that fucking tells you. What you need to be doing. Yeah, because he knows he knows that he could he might have to end his yeah. career early. Like these yeah. are these are things that will end players' careers mm-hmm. early and will have lasting repercussions on them. Yeah. So but but the fact that they can they can actually openly admit that just shows that they know that the league doesn't take it seriously yeah. and isn't protecting the players. And that's crappy. That is crappy. So super crappy. So anyways, we talked a lot about um the final the final we didn't want to talk not, about not about the not about the level of play, but yeah, um, oh, but also you like, all saw it. But you have to you have to tell what your favorite moment from the final was when it was over. <laughs> when it was over. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I have been so completely out of these playoffs since the Penguins were were out that it's just like it's it's actually been kind of nice because they haven't been stressful because my that's team good. wasn't there competing. The well, team I hate most in the world wasn't there competing. That's so, good because you're not supposed to stress yourself out, Mary. I'm not supposed to be stressed ever about anything. I'm supposed to be very zen and calm constantly all the time. Um, but my favorite moment was when. <laughs> Tori Krug and David Perron had like a, I think it was David Perron, they had like a, a wrestling match in front of the net for like five minutes and nobody. <laughs> they just let it happen. <laughs> they just let it happen. Girls were like, I'm whatever. Like, I'm like, is that still like happening? And then that's how he lost his helmet and like went down. And oh literally... my God, that hit was hilarious. I know. That, that hit was, was really... so great. Yeah. Like his hair was flowing in the wind. Yes. Yes. Like total Maybelline moment. It was good. Yeah, I know. No, I have to say, I will have to say that I was, I actually like my cold dead heart got a little bit emotional after the Blues won, and they, um, it was Pareko, I think, mm-hmm. who, like, went and, like, brought the cup down for Layla, and they had her out on the ice and, like, let her kiss it, and, like, that, I think, was really fucking sweet. It really was. It was, like, really classy. It is, like, because that's, like, your biggest moment, and it's really easy for a player to be, like, off the ice and be like, I'm going to visit this hospital today. Right. But to remember someone in potentially the at the biggest moment of your of, life of to their make life it about, yeah to about, about someone else. else that's yeah. special and like he got down on her level and like yeah. let her like help hold it and like it was just really fucking great so they get a lot of you know everyone but Biddington gets a lot of respect from me for that yeah whatever because fuck that guy yeah so that's yeah that's the, that's the finals so that means trade season yes has officially started again and one of us has already been impacted by it <laughs> That's correct. So yeah. Um, so tell us about how you're feeling, Leah. Well, um, <laughs> like you know, for it's kind of funny. Like Rodko Gudis got traded to the Capitals in exchange for Matt Niskanen, and so I didn't really read the articles about like the financial aspect of it. But I remember just like my first impression was like that guy is like such a dick. Like yeah. I don't know much about him. All I know is that he's like an asshole well, somewhere he's, else. He's a flyer. He's a flyer. Yeah. So but, basically, that's all you need. But to he's know. like an asshole somewhere else, and also he is the uncle of the Caps ex goalies daughter groovy or someone no, else? no um michael nyvert oh i everyone yeah, calls him newbie no. yeah but anyways he um he was one of the goalies that holtby kind of ousted when he came on the scene mm. and so he was all he was all like Braden holtby's not that great blah blah blah, oh, blah, blah. Oh. and so um yeah so then he got traded to the flyers and then oh. um he i think he married rod kogudis's sister or something like that and so, mm. so, yeah so that's what i all that's right. what i knew about rod kogudis like he was like had some weird tangential relationship i knew he was to a flyer which basically ex, was yeah. all i needed to know so 
I mean, the flyers are fine. I don't really care. Whatever. I'm contractually obliged to not like the flyers. Um, but yeah, I was just like, my impression of him was like, he's a dick somewhere else. Yeah. Well, now he's a dick in D.C. <laughs> yeah, now he's a dick right here. <laughs> <laughs> On your very own team. Yeah, so um, like financially, I think that it was smart. I mean, they ended we up saving some money. They yeah. cleared some cap space and... Niskanen has admittedly not been what he once was. He's kind of everyone's saying he's declining. I'm not really sure how how true that is. Is, that, I mean, is it a decline or just an off year? Yeah, I don't know. You don't. Know, they, I mean, he won the fuck. He helped them win the fucking cup last year. Yeah, and he was definitely like the shutdown defenseman yeah. the year they won the cup. But he hadn't been having a good. He hadn't really been having a good season all year, and so. I'm not really sure. I mean, I'm. I guess whoever makes those decisions has a better read on like whether or not yeah, someone maybe. is actually declining. It could be that he's gotten he's gotten slow because of injuries. Like mm. I don't I don't know, but um, but yeah, I mean that was sad because he's kind of been an integral part of the team for right. a while. But um, mainly I was just like pissed off that we got like some asshole, and yeah. so like, a lot of Caps fans are like, oh, this means that Tom Wilson doesn't have to fight anymore, and I'm like. Well, like, Tom Wilson was already kind of cutting down on his fighting because he was, like, focusing on playing hockey. And then second of all, like, Rodko Gudis is not – I wouldn't say he's – he's not – I don't think he's comparable to Tom Wilson that way. Like, Tom Wilson makes stupid decisions. He, you know, he's made some dirty hits. And I think you could say that he's just being reckless, but not that he's really going out there – being a headhunter and trying to yeah, see, people. I feel like I don't know. I, I do not like Tom Wilson right. at all. I wish he was not in the league. Um, I also do not think that he's sitting there thinking like, oh, I'm going to go headhunt this guy. I think he's just so fucking stupid that he he doesn't think things through and he doesn't realize what he's doing or how to not do it anymore. Right, or he just kind of loses. Like he just, I, I have yeah. no idea. Like, I think what... it's a control or a, a brain issue or something like. That. I think he's just not bright enough to figure out how to not do what he's doing on a consistent basis. I don't yes. think it's necessarily that he's malicious, but yes. I would have just he's said dangerous. I would have just said he's not malicious, but Mary had to like take it to the next level and be like, I'm 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 providing <laughs> research for my viewpoint, Lee. It's called evidence and making a sound argument. So it's, oh, it's called evidence of like because I think he's stupid. That's that's yeah. good, Mary. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's Mary's relying on alternative facts. <laughs> I mean, well, that's what we do now, yeah. right? Like that's how the world functions. So whatever. Well, the Caps won the Stanley Cup. Yay! <laughs> We're the champions. How many, how many the, you're not the champions anymore. No, we are. Though. No, I mean, I said I, that's what I said. I mean, I know that like all the media coverage just said the Blues won, but I don't really think that's true, and I don't think it happened. So I'm just gonna go with like okay. the all fact right. that it hasn't happened. Okay, well, I'm just gonna go with the, the fact champions. that the Penguins yeah. have like five cups. Okay, well, I mean, and I mean, have, that's fine. I mean, you have how many? How many Capitals have again? How many? I disagree with that. I don't think they have. Fake news. Oh, it's fake news. It's fake news. Okay. Alternative facts, they don't have oh, any. They have zero. Right. Yeah, they have okay. like negative cups. They have negative cups. Yeah. <laughs> the only cup they have is Crosby's dirty jock. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, okay. Um, sorry, that was a tangent. But anyways, Rodko Gudis bothers me because I think that he is he 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 has anger issues, I think, and he intentionally tries to injure people. Like I had and I and I couldn't remember like why I thought this, but that was my impression when I saw it. So I went back and looked, and if you look at some of his suspensions, I think that that supports this notion that mm-hmm. he could be a liability that way and he's also dangerous like um there was one incident where he got suspended 10 games for slashing and that's which like is, a, which stop and think about yeah. that like that's it's insane people don't get that many games for like head hits you know like for giving people concussions you don't get that many games for that like a slash yeah and then i was wondering like is it like when Sidney crosby like chops someone's finger off fake news <laughs> I had to mention it again. Fake news. So, um, so I went back to look at the Department of Player Safety video. So he was, um, it was with um, Matthew Perot um, from the Jets, and they were in a scuffle. And I think that Perot like definitely cross checks him and does stuff to provoke him. So 
so then Gudas takes his feet, Perot's feet out from under him. When Perot's down on the ice, he takes a, his... Uh, we have a trip first. Yeah, he trips him. And then he's... So Perot's kind of like on all, on all fours. He takes his stick and he viciously swings it and hits him in the head and potentially like the back of the neck. Right. I, like I'd have to watch, go back and watch and see... I mean, either way, it's not great. But yeah, it's... It's he's, while he's fucking intentionally down. intentionally harming someone who's defenseless right. with an intentional head hit, and I'm like, that is not comparable to Tom Wilson who makes dumb decisions and and lays questionable hits. You you could argue that that's happening in the course of a hockey game, and you can't assume that he's doing that to be malicious. Maybe he is, but you just don't know. But but like watching that, like there's no other explanation. There was like, that's nothing... a two step process. Yeah. like the trip itself is bad enough. Maybe he got carried away. Maybe it could happen in the course of a hockey game. Whatever. So that's one shitty thing that happened. And then the slash on top of that. Yeah, I mean that just that just bothers me, and so I really like I just don't relish someone like that being on the team because I feel like people people give the Caps enough shit for having like. Tom Wilson, mm-hmm. and now now we're adding this guy. And then he also got – he did something similar where he got suspended for two games. It was a high stick. And it was, again, like the thing that um, – it was a thing that Gino tried to do <laughs> but didn't didn't succeed. But Gudis actually did succeed in getting his stick up and hitting someone on the back of the, on the, back of the head. And he got two games um, because it was intentional head targeting. But the reason it wasn't more was because he didn't use like a ton of force. Right. It wasn't like he was really trying to injure. It was more like a temper tantrum. But it's like – you don't need that. It's like you don't want other player. You don't want someone on your team that puts other players at risk like right. that. And you also like he could be a liability. Like, you know, like what if what if Brad Marchand provokes him? That's like the type of behavior that makes you well, get that's, penalties. That's that that's one of the things that game. other other teams are deliberately going to do. They're going to be like, you know, yo, new kid, yeah. your your job tonight is not to score goals or do anything. It's to go piss him off and get him to draw a penalty. Yeah, and they're going to fucking do it. Yeah. So I really hope that. I really hope that we don't see anything like that, but I, I, for that reason, I don't love it. So I acknowledge that it's financially smart, that it will allow more room to sign other players. Maybe Hagelin. Gross. Not going to happen. They're they're talking Mary. Whatever. I mean, I would Did you actually... read that on The Athletic? Is that where you read that? <laughs> I would be fine if they kept him, but I would also be fine if they like got rid of him. I don't care. I feel like he could get a lot of money right now. Yeah. Yeah. No, I did not read that on The Athletic. Yeah, The Athletic. Mary's still mad at The Athletic. Gross. You you know why? Yeah. I justified it. Well, at the well, I mean, it also turns out that the athletic, like we were, we were definitely right about how all they were doing is stirring up shit. Because after all the Phil yes. Kessel drama, like guess what? He has a no trade clause, like we said, and he's not going. Fucking yeah. Anywhere. So first they did all that bullshit with Gino, right? Oh, they're gonna trade Gino. Gino had a shitty year. GMJR <laughs> won't keep Gino. It's time for him to move on. Well, he and ate, then he ate some major crow. Oh, he ate some major <laughs> crow. I'm gonna frame that. That's gonna like be the wallpaper <laughs> in the nursery. Like you know, GMJR eating his fucking words. So, of course, Crosby finally gets pissed off. He's like, uh, knock it the fuck off with the Gino shit. And then it died. Like, literally like a switch had flipped. The Gino nonsense disappeared. <laughs> and, then, and then he was like, and, and GMJR, you're going to go publicly apologize yes! because you were wrong. Oh, my God. Yes, something <laughs> happened. Because, like, so, like, GMJR had been quiet. And, like, then all this, then, you know, the Gino stuff shuts down. And then the Phil Kessel start, stuff starts. Like, oh, Phil's a problem. Phil's the bad influence. Phil has to go. Phil's the one who's going to leave. You know, and then they're like, like, Phil's going to Minnesota because it's close to Wisconsin. Right, and that's where he went to school. It's like, okay, that makes zero sense whatsoever, ever, but whatever, fine. Um, and then never mind the fact that he's got this, like, eight team, like, the eight teams that he gave a list of that he'd be willing to be moved to, which we don't know what those teams are, but you can basically guarantee they're teams that the Penguins would never fucking trade with. So he has a de facto no movement, no trade clause. Yeah, basically. I think one of them, I think people said that he might have been willing to go to Arizona, but... 
they don't they don't really have anything that there's nothing want, there so there's nothing there yeah so he's not going anywhere yeah. and so within the past couple of weeks gmjr did another interview with the athletic where he was basically like oh i i you know gino of course gino's going to be a part of the team forever he's going to be a penguin for forever he's great we love him and you know he didn't have a, an awesome year but it, it wasn't a bad year it was fine we're going to be good and you know i'm happy to keep kessel on the team kessel's great he did a lot for us you know he's a great guy i'm happy to have him as a penguin moving forward it was fucking amazing like literally eating as much crow as i've ever seen anybody eat ever yeah and you know people like i'm gonna shit on the athletic again because they drive me so crazy like didn't act like anything was wrong with everything they've been reporting up to that point like clearly the story has changed or y'all were just making up like a bunch of bullshit in the beginning then these trades are actually going to happen you know it's like it's just garbage yeah i don't know why garbage. i really don't know why they do i mean i do know why because they need clicks and they yeah. want to you know put shit out during you know yeah the time i mean of the season I when nothing's happening the one benefit is that they have apparently they have good reporting for the WNBA. That's apparently like a good thing about the right. athletic. But one thing I was thinking about with the athletic more broadly and its coverage of women's sports, part of the issue is that there aren't very many news outlets that provide in-depth coverage of women's sports. So to the extent that the athletic is out there doing it, like for the WNBA or... Um, yeah, it's nice that it exists. Hockey. It's good that it exists, but it's like you're going to make people pay for that. So pretty much one of the few areas where people can get like coverage of women's hockey, like aside from mm-hmm. like Ice Garden and Victory Press, which are like niche websites that only people who follow women's right. hockey go to, you're making you're putting this behind a paywall and that's I think that's harmful. Yeah. So so that really that really bothers me. I, and I know that like the New York Times has a paywall and such, but I feel like that also has to do with the fact that print journalism is kind of dying well, down. Well, I think that's, you know, us, yeah, us getting political yeah. again. Like, that's why kind of, like, news and society and the world right now are in the place they are, is that so much reputable press is behind a paywall. Yeah. And, you know, garbage is free. Yeah, I mean, and you so have to So people have a... see the garbage right. coming across their Facebook feeds, and that's what they yeah. are exposed to. But, like, you have to have... I mean, I understand that they have to have revenue, and I understand no, that... No, I get it, in but order it's to just... have like a print, In order to have, like, a print product but i i mean the athletic is digital and i'm kind of like it's just i just there has to be a better way i don't know but it it just but that i find that to be troubling and i think it's bad for coverage of of women's sports because there are also like very few people who actually cover women's sports well and so if if people if those writers are writing for the athletic then you're not going to get that content it's not even that they're doing it well because they're doing it for men's hockey and this trade nonsense and they're doing it for women's hockey it's it's Lots of times it's really poorly researched or poorly written articles. So, you know, the trade nonsense. There have been a lot of trades like, oh, which teams will the Penguins trade Malkin or Kessel to? And they'll show, like, the top ten trade targets. Or they, you know, which, which free agents should they, should they try to pick up? And they don't even look at, like, cap-friendly to see if it's, like, financially possible for any of these moves to happen. Oh, that's bad. Or if, like... People's I'm, trade yeah. clauses would even... It's like, okay, here's top 10 tr- teams for Gino to go to, except, you know, fucking number one, he's got a no trade clause and he doesn't want to leave. So... Like, why is it new? This article is a non-starter. Like, I, here are 10 yeah. teams he could go to, but he's not gonna, so the end. But like, I, I mean, I also think that that is problematic because you have people putting out drivel that is not based on anything... And then you also have all these sports, especially women's sports, that get, like, zero coverage. Mm-hmm. So it's like, so you're you're writing about nothing instead of actually writing about like, go something. Go say, okay, there's, so there's nothing. You're the Penguins writer, and there's nothing for you to talk about for them right now because we're kind of in the lull between getting knocked yeah. out of the playoffs and, like, shit actually happening with the draft or the trades or whatever. 
find something else to write about. Yeah, talk about... Look at women's hockey. Look yeah. at a different team. Like, yeah. or broaden your readership. Talk about Amanda Kessel because Phil's her brother. Phil, yeah, find yeah. a fucking connection. Yeah, find a connection. Write about, write about like, what's going on with the writer. About, write about... Write about, you know, like, other, like, find a local, like, midget team that's doing something. Or, like, you know, some of the Penguins, like, you know, lower level, like, kid-sponsored teams have, like, just won a bunch of tournaments. Talk about that shit. Like, yeah. You could find lots of relevant, you know, Penguins-related, Capitals-related, if you're a Caps writer. Like, find related shit to talk about that isn't just you making up garbage for the sake of publishing something. Yeah. It's just lazy. It's really lazy. Yeah. Yeah. So much lazy, so much lazy reporting. Yeah. Not a fan. Um, So, speaking of, speaking of lazy and frustrating. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, it's time to talk about women's hockey. We're yeah. saving the most interesting for last, actually, because there's a lot. Even though that, even though there isn't happening any playing going on, a lot has been happening. So everyone knows that about the for the game movement and how mm-hmm. um, a whole bunch of players said they're, they're going to sit out until women's hockey gets the resources that it deserves. And so, what we've been seeing lately is that um, the NWHL has been making a really big push to announce player signings, and they've hired a bunch of GMs and coaches and everything, and they're they're rolling it out in a way to keep up, I think, sustained momentum to show everyone that the league is here to stay. Um, and so on that end, um, it has been really interesting because there have been some very notable players who have decided to play. Like one, one of them, some of them are coming right out of college. One of them was a Patty Kazmaier finalist who's going to play for the Whitecaps. So that's a pretty big deal because she's someone who probably didn't make the national team, but she's someone who's like, you know, yeah. no joke. I mean, if you're nominated for the Patty Kazmaier Award, it means that you're one of the top college players in women's hockey, which is the feeder system right. for the pro leagues. And then there were also players who... Um, said they were for the game initially, and then have, and have since, since signed. Have since signed. So, um, so it's it's kind of interesting, and and I've been thinking a lot about why that might be happening. And so, I think probably the the newer players. I think I think that for the players who weren't ever part of the movement, you know, you have to wonder what, what their motivation is for playing. I mean, not everyone not everyone who's signing on to the NWHL is doing so because they think that the NWHL is going to move things to the next level. Like, they might just want to play. They just It's just some place to play. Yeah, they, they're going to – it's better than playing beer league. The games are going to be better, and they're, they're going to get some money out of it. So to the extent that they don't feel some, any – Some, some money. Yeah, yeah, exactly, some. But to the extent that they don't feel obligated to use their playing career as a means to improve things for the next – like group of players coming up or the or for little girls you know it makes total sense to me why they're like i just want to play so i'm going to sign so i i think that there's that bucket of people well i think it's it's a lot of it too is and is that you know they weren't around for kind of like the initial nwhl like quote-unquote betrayal oh yeah you know back when you know the nwhl was trying to win players from the cwhl and said oh we're going to increase the salary so you're all going to get more money and then the very next season they cut it in half you know citing you know financial stability for the league and then they never actually turned over financial details to any players who asked for it to kind of show where the fuck this money was going you know so i think a lot of those players can look at what the nwhl is promising now and say okay well yeah but prove it like how can we trust that you'll follow through and not just go back on it once we sign contracts because you've done that before yeah and i think some of the players there have been i think one of the players was there for that and she did sign up to play but i think for those people i think that they probably thought there would be more buy-in from the NHL at this point and things are looking kind of murky and they're seeing that the summer right. of time is progressing and they're like well shit I might be without a place to play so I need to I need do to do something to do something um, and apparently like apparently it was kind of I wouldn't say like the decision was rushed but like it's not like they had a ton of notice to 
to decide. So I think some of them might have made snap decisions and potentially not thought about what it would actually mean to not be playing this right. year. Um, so I think that there are all kinds of reasons why people might be Oh, yeah, and people, can, and people can change their minds and decide that something they thought they were for, they're not for anymore. So, you know, it happens. Yeah, um, but, but, but again, like, I, I don't really think that it shows that for the game is not viable right. or that it's stalling or nothing's going to come out of it. I just think that people have different motivations, and so I don't think people should assume... I don't think people can assume one way or the other without right. hearing something from the players. But, like, as you were mentioning, when, like, the people who were there when the salaries got slashed, right after that happened, um, Hillary Knight asked for very detailed information. She put it on Twitter, and it was... And Haley Salvian quoted it in her article, I think. But it was like... Um, you know, we we want to know who the sponsors are. We want to know why the funds were depleted so quickly and why you were unable to pay our salaries. And we want assurances that it's right. going to be sustainable going forward. And I don't believe that they ever got anything like that. Which is crazy to me because, like, you think about the NW, the NHL, a lot of that information is publicly available. Well, I mean, you can just see it. You can just you see can it. see. Yeah. You can see where money is going. You right. know who owns the teams. You know who manages the teams. You know who's investing in them. You know where the money is going, how much is coming in. You know who's making what in terms of what player salaries are. You can see what the merch levels are. Like, you know what ticket sales are, how many. You know things. So you can there, sit there and see, yes, okay, this team is doing financially well. This team is not. Like, the secrecy. Like, I just yeah. don't understand. Everyone knows that the Arizona Coyotes yeah. were, like, you know, yeah, and not operating at a major loss. Yeah, that they're about to have a new owner. Like all of this shit yeah. is public information. People know about it. Like, and the fact that you're trying to operate a professional women's league without sharing the same sort of information, even if there's some legitimate reason for it, maybe there is. I don't know. It seems really fucking shady and disingenuous. Yeah, I mean, I don't. So, so that's why, like, when people say, "I don't know why people don't want to play for the NWHL," I wouldn't. I think it's because they don't really have a guarantee at this point that what like the new benefits from the contract are going to be realized like for one all we know at this point in terms of finances is that one of its biggest sponsors is the NHL which gave it a hundred thousand dollars but you know that that is less than the salary cap for one NWHL team you also know that um Dunkin Donuts was a sponsor but isn't one currently it isn't one currently and and people expect that it's going to be there's no guarantee and also we haven't been that's what news reporting says but there hasn't been anything there haven't been any facts to support that it it, it just the article just said it's expected that Dunkin Donuts is going to renew I can can expect a lot of stuff it doesn't mean it's going to happen I mean it would have been different if, if they would have said you know Dunkin' Donuts said it's likely to renew, but they're just working right. on the final. Or they'll renew once X many teams have enough fucking players to play in a season. Yeah, something like, like that. But we just don't, we don't know. And so the, and I think the players don't know. And they, they probably weren't provided with information about how the league would be sustainable. Right. So when people are saying, well, it's a known quantity versus one that's not, I don't really think that you can look at it and say that because right. there, there just aren't any assurances that these new benefits are going to be realized for right. the players. Like or I, even if know. they are realized that they're going to be sustained. Right. But so if like, you sign contracts and then they're realized for six months or a season, and then, you know, very next season, you know, the NWHL comes back and says, you know, actually we can't keep this up because we're not making enough money, so we're actually going to, like, not do any of this stuff anymore. Yeah. Like, that's... That's awful, too. Well, also, the league probably is going to take some type of a financial hit because the Pigulas are no longer yep. kicking in anything for the Buttes with their marketing. And, you know, when we interviewed Jeff Boyd, he said that there were billboards up and down the freeway. That's not going to be here there, mm-hmm. like, this season. Right. So, so well, like, has there even been any talk that they're going to field the Buttes or well, try to they this had, season? They hired a GM and a coach who are both 
like one of them was an ex, not an ex. One of one of them was a founder of the CWHL, mm-hmm. um, but she's American. And then um, they just hired a coach, and so, and then they had their first signing yesterday. So they have like one player, About player, one player. But I'm but I'm just saying like that's going to be more expenses that the league has to deal with. And then given that a lot of the marquee players are not going to be playing. Right query like whether whether or not people are going to show up and whether or they're going to sell consistently whether yeah. they're going to sell tickets and you know the riveters no longer have the new jersey devils practice facility as their right um as a place where their games are going to be so so are they going to be able to keep up the level of play they did have if they don't have regular access to facilities to practice it's not even access train. to the facilities but it's just an increased cost yeah so like where are they going to get that money and so I think, ice is not cheap no it's not it's ice certainly is not, not cheap. cheap at all like we are you know it, it costs for like you know, adult time ice. So, like, you know, evening ice, which is when games would be happening, And it's, right? like, less desirable times. Less desirable times because it's bumfuck tired and people right. want to be in bed. You're still talking, like, four to 500 bucks an hour right. for a sheet of ice. You know, and so if you're talking a game is going to go two-plus hours. With this, with staff. With staff. With, with the electricity costs are going to be higher. With, like... With, you know, with fresh, you know... With, yeah. With like people, like, zambonying the ice in between periods. It's like, not cheap. It's not cheap at all. And we're in, like, and we are not in, like, a high-demand area. Like, you know, we're in, like, you know, suburban Maryland. Like, not a fancy facility. So if you're talking about, like, to find places for these teams to practice, to play at, it's a big cost. Yeah, I mean, it's a big, it's a big if. And it's, like, are they going to be able to sell tickets? Right. Who knows? Well, then the staffing issues, too, because, like, when we play, we've got, what, two staff members at the ice who are there to, like, close the doors and like right. check the locker rooms. Like if you're there like doing a team and having people there in the stands, you've got to have a lot more employees there yeah, to manage like you have everything. Security, you have yeah. to have all kinds of stuff. So um so I just well and also the other thing is we don't even know with respect to the White Caps who the White Caps look to have like a really competitive team so mm-hmm. far based on their signings, but they um they were the only profitable team in the league and we're still not sure whether or not that deal was ever consummated. It was called to everyone's attention that um, the NWHL was supposed to have bought the team, but the deal wasn't signed. But ever since that's been announced, there hasn't been any news since then about wow. whether or not it actually went through. Right. And so there are just any number of things that are up in the air. I mean, I, I don't... So so for people who are saying, I don't know why these players are not just going to play with the team, I think it's because... Or play with the NWHL. I think it's because they can't... They don't have enough information to right. know that it will be um, sustainable. And right. plus the fact that um, Danny Ryland, I don't think they trust her at all. I think I think potentially if she said that she was going to step down and the leadership was replaced with um, a whole new staff. That a lot more transparent. That ha- yeah, I think It'd maybe be different. you might see some of those players come back and say, right. look, these people are really serious about building the league into something sustainable. We can trust this person. And, and we know that even if things don't go as planned and right. the numbers aren't there and the revenue isn't there, that at least we will be in the know and we won't be taken by surprise and blindsided right. at, at an inconvenient time. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, that's, so that's, what's been going on with the NWHL. I mean, one, one other interesting thing is that the NWHL, I think has been making a lot of effort to, I wouldn't say bad mouth, but like they've been taking a lot of shots. Yeah, yeah, they've been throwing a lot of shade at the for the game players. Um, and I and I and I think some people are throwing shade at people who are playing for the NWHL, calling them scabs. But I think that's mainly fans. Yeah. Um, and I don't I don't think that's the. It's definitely not the players. Right. They're not. They're not saying anything like that. But um, I think that the NWHL has just not handled it very well. They're not. They're not acting like a professional organization. No, no. Because like look at the NHL. Like you don't fucking comment. 
Right. If someone does something or like calls you out, you, you just don't fucking say anything. Right. Well, I mean, you don't you don't act like an asshole about it because then that it just makes you look bad. One of the like one of the things that happened was there was that quote unquote press release about the new contract terms. So they were announcing a percentage of increase in salary, the new revenue sharing agreement where players would get half of any revenue generated from endorsements um, or sponsorships and then um, an increase in per diem. And so the way it got rolled out was um, the press release, the press release said um, they'll get paid on a more regular schedule. On a more regular and schedule. And then um, there, there were other, there were other things, but. Can you imagine just, if your boss said you're going to get paid on a more regular schedule? Yeah. I know, and then it turns like out apparently. Fuck? Apparently, it turns out that that had a completely innocuous meaning, and that it was like it didn't mean what people interpreted it to mean. But at the same time, you're like, are you not a professional league? Why are you putting stuff like this out that, that you know looks stupid? Like, did you not read this? Right? Did you not? Did like you? You have to know that there's a lot of scrutiny on you. Right. And how people, people are going to interpret these? things. Yeah, they might be rooting for you to fail, so you should. <laughs> it looks like, really bad. Yeah, you you should like read it and be like, hmm, is somebody going to think right. whatever? Should but it was we like, maybe reword this yeah it was just so many unforced errors and yeah. like i and then also like they they didn't even they didn't even put the release out to a full distribution list like the like the victory press actually didn't get a copy of wow. the release and i the victory press is definitely to me seems biased in favor of for the game mm-hmm. um but like they didn't get they didn't get the release and so they kind of found out about right. what everyone else did but wow. i'm like that's not the way you no that's not how you should do these things yeah but um it it just like the the other thing was like the victory press wrote an article that was really critical of the new contract and so like in response to that article the nwhl like and i can't verify that it was in response to but it was like right after right they put out a press release kind of rebutting some of it and i'm like you don't you don't do that you were you announce things because you think it's good for the league not right. because you're responding to to the Victory Press, which is not even a large outlet, it's actually kind of small. Yeah, like you don't. don't it's like a small to stuff. Yeah, it's like just you just don't, don't res- do it. Just don't do you it. Don't do it. Yeah. You know, like again, NHL teams are not responding to every crack reporter or quote unquote reporter who oh, throws right. out nonsense. They fucking just ignore it because who gives a shit? Unless they're GMJR. Unless they're GMJR. <laughs> it was like a lot of crap. Yeah. But but that was self inflicted because he's the one he who was like made stupid statements. Yeah. In ways, he brought but. that upon himself. Yes. So, um, so yes, the NWHL has not been. They're a mess. Yeah, I don't. I just they're don't not, understand. They're just not presenting themselves well at all, and they're not helping their own case because there are people like us who might be biased for the game. But like, if you present yourself as a professional organization, more people would be like, "Okay, you're legit. People should go play for you." Well, like, fucking fake it till you make it. If you're not actually professional, fucking fake it on Twitter at least until people start to yeah. think that like, maybe you have your act together. Just don't do stupid stuff. Like there was also confusion about what the revenue sharing agreement yeah. was because they were like, oh, after the way the press release announced it, it said the players will get half of the revenue after the league operating expenses have been met. And everyone's like, well, the league never, never, never meets, meets operating so, expenses. So, so that means so that they're, they're like, get, gonna not get, getting shit. Yeah. But, but they're like, oh no, no, no. Um, so Anya Badalino, who is the Players Association Executive Director, was like, oh, no, that means that if there's, like, a patch, then it costs – then we take the cost of making the patch and of, of doing that, and then we split – That's not what the, the statement actually yeah. is, though. Operating like, expenses can, doesn't That's mean not that. what that means. That's not what that means. Like, I could think of a lot of other terms to describe making a patch and deducting that. Operating expenses means the cost of – 
operating shit, like well, the big picture. It thing. also just means it, it also just means net re- like just say net revenue or something. But just like, like I, but but I don't understand why. But I mean, but like in addition to that, like why would they do that? It also like I don't have any faith that what they put out there actually means no. that. Like we don't know that the contract says no. that the contract could say league operating expenses have to be met. But like you know, and we don't expect them to release a copy of the contract because that's not something that's right. typically done in professional sports. But at the same time, like there's no proof that that's how it's right. going to work. Right. So it's just I I so who knows? Um, yeah, it's it's. And then, and then, like one last bone to pick with the NWHL. So they're they're having their the Riveters and the Whale had free agency camps, and that would have been a, an amazing opportunity to showcase players yes. and to interview them and to get them on Build the record your social saying media presence, get people excited, or even to explain this is why I've decided to play this year. This is why right. I'm excited. I'm excited that we're going to move to the next level. And part of the issue with marketing of women's sports is that. Th- they don't focus on the women. Like, mm-hmm. there's no... They don't have a personality. Like, people don't know who they are. You don't are. know who they are. Like, you never hear them speak. You never, like... You never yeah. develop enough of a relationship with them through right. the media to be like, oh, I, I'm really interested. I care in, about this player. Yeah. I'm invested in them and how their team is doing. Like, the NHL does all kinds of shit oh, like that. Oh, yeah. There are, like, these nobody NHL players that you could still name and like care Connor about. Like, Connor Carrick. Like, Connor Carrick, yeah. who, like, I love him. He's our hipster, coffee-loving <laughs> boyfriend. And, like... He keeps getting bounced team to team because he's, I love him. He's not particularly a great contributor right now, but like we still fucking love him because his Instagram's amazing. He's got a cute dog. He's a big old sweet hipster who opens up about shit. Like we like him. Right. But I'm just saying like the, and we don't have that for the women's league. Like it doesn't exist. Yeah. They just don't get enough publicity. And so I was like, why? So they, they have, so like on the first day of the camp, they just have like a photo of them. And I'm like, why? I'm like, where's the video? Like, Somebody with an iPhone just go out and shoot what's happening. So then, yes, it's not yeah. like you need complicated technology no. for this. I mean, like we're doing this podcast. So then, on an iPhone, like so, you can make it happen. So then, the next day they go out and it looks like they took video of the practice, but they didn't. They weren't really selective. Like they didn't show. Like if I if I were going to make a video, I would show players doing amazing cool things stuff. Cool or like stuff. joking around or having personalities with each other. Like yeah. look at them having fun and becoming a team. Look at this awesome shot they just made. But look not if everybody really like marching drill. out onto the ice like doing yeah like the beast they showed were like the shit that like you or I do at a clinic right I mean which is fun because hockey they were doing it much better than we ever could but it still wasn't anything that was like new or exciting I mean you watch the videos they posted the NHL guys doing camps and clinics and they're going a thousand miles an hour they're joking around they're playing they're like doing stuff that looks like fun and it's entertaining and it's like new and different mic someone up yeah like do something because I'm sure many of those women have, like, tons of great personality. But yeah. we don't even know who was at the camp. Right. There was no information on numbers. So if you're trying to fight a battle in the court of public opinion showing that your people are you players. Yeah, be like, look at how many people showed up. There are 20 people who, are, who have shown up and mm-hmm. we're going to interview this person. And I'm like, it's a, it's a giant missed opportunity. And so giant. if you're like, if I'm looking, if I'm, a, if I'm a player or even someone who's thinking of sponsoring and I'm like, this is how they're going to market their, their players when when it's a crucial time for them, it's like, right. I don't know. Like, well, is, is this yeah. how they're going to market me when I, I that's what when I, I would think. Up? I don't know. Cause we're, so. having, we're again, we're not even talking like, you know, you have to give these high quality media presentations and make gifts. No. Like the NHL. we know that they don't no. have the money to do that. No, but again, one of your staffers has a fucking iPhone. One of them does buy a fucking $20 mic and battery pack and stick it down the back of someone's Jersey. Like it does not have to be complicated. Do a fucking Facebook live. Like, AMA with one of the players and have people like ask some questions. Like it does not have to be complicated. Instagram exists. You can post videos very, very easily. 
Yeah, I just don't. I don't for free, it. like it's just it's stupid. There so, are so many missed opportunities to make really big strides for absolutely zero money and very little effort, and they're just not doing it. And also, I would love to know what is happening at an NWHL free agent camp. I would be really curious. Yeah, like, what what does a day look like? Think about how you know? much time people spend watching the fucking NHL combine. A bunch of idiot teenagers doing pull-ups. The combine. How much time we spend on that. Like, people watch it. They like that nonsense. Like, it's easy. Throw oh, yeah. that stuff out there. And people they, would watch it. And they interview, yeah, they definitely interview the players about yeah. what's happening at the combine. Yeah. You know, so, I, yeah, I don't, I don't understand. It's just, I don't get it. So I think part of it is a funding issue, but I think part of it with all of, with all of women's hockey, like, and, and, and then this goes for the leagues that were you know, the CWHL teams and everything, like, I, I just don't understand, like, why why you would do that. I don't know. Yeah, but it's just, it's not, it doesn't look great on their behalf, honestly. Yeah, and then, and then, um, like it's either, it's either, like, stupidity, like, they don't know that it exists, or it's laziness, and neither of which are good options or good looks. Right. So, on the other yeah. side of the fence, we don't even know what's happening with For the Game now, because there hasn't That's true been, too. um... There hasn't really been anything publicly announced, and so clearly they're not feeling pressure to right. respond to the NWHL signings. They're just kind of going along, doing whatever. And so the the latest information that we have is that they are planning on doing like all star games or something like that, and they have practice ice for players, et cetera. But yeah. we don't really know who would be playing in the all star games. Or where games. they'll happen, or yeah. And also that might be an issue. Like if if I were <laughs> If I had signed up to be for the game and I wanted to play, and then I heard they're only doing all-star games, and I'm probably not going to get to participate in that because there were, like, 200 players. Right. Then, you know, I might be like, okay, yeah, well, I'm going to... Yeah, you a little bit embittered then. Yeah, yeah, maybe I don't want to do that. So, right. yeah, so who knows? But um, one interesting thing that we did see was that um, at the NWA... I'm sorry, at the NHL Leadership Summit that's taking place in conjunction with the awards, um, there's going to be some um, panel or discussion with Billie Jean King. and um, And then also... Someone from Black Girl Hockey told us that the new person that the NHL hired as its director of diversity and inclusion is a person who started, helped Billie Jean King start her foundation. Oh, good. So, you know, I'm, I think that that might be a sign of something in terms of what's happening right. with the NHL because Billie Jean King has been really involved with For the Game. She's kind of their celebrity yeah. spokesperson. So you would think that the NHL might try to distance itself from her and, um, you know, not hire someone right. who's that associated unless with her. Unless they were maybe inching towards something. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. That's just rampant speculation on our but part. But I also think that it's not It's not out of... It's not hard to believe that the NHL wouldn't make any big moves while the playoffs were still going. Right. While the draft was about to happen. While mm-hmm. we were about to head into free agency. Because they're focusing on their own crap right now. Right. You know, but now that all of that's done, that the draft is coming up and will soon be over, like, I could really see more things happening if it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So. Who knows? Who knows? I guess we'll have to wait and find out. So, I think that's pretty much it. I yeah. Mean, we didn't really talk about the Combine. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't watch the Combine. Although, we did ask. So, one of the, oh, yeah, one of the yeah, things that the, the Combine the does test, you know? is they do a grip strength test. And, and, of course, knowing us, because we're so fun at parties. Yeah. Yeah. We're, like, so grip strength. Grip like, strength, that sounds huh? like a like, very interesting, perverted like, thing to worry about. Yeah, like, how tightly do you grip the shaft? I yeah. Don't, I don't know. Yeah. Which hand do you grip the yeah, shaft with? But we were we were joking because we were like, can you imagine like some mom walking into a teenage boy's? Room? <laughs> what like, are you doing? Jimmy, what are you doing, you're like, mom? Mom, I'm practicing my grip strength it's for the combine. For the mom. combine, mom. It's <laughs> so embarrassing. Um, so, <laughs> given that we have so no dumb. shame, and I especially have no shame now that I'm bored shitless and can't like do anything anymore. 
Um, I was at the rink and I asked our coach, who again was in the <laughs> NHL. I'm like, so we were looking at this combine stuff. And like, you went through the combine back in the day. He's like, yeah. And I said, okay, so the grip strength thing, like that seems a little weird, <laughs> unnecessary. And he's like, no, it's legit because, you know, grip strength can actually be a really reliable measurement in terms of how hard you can shoot the puck. So I'm like, okay, it's true. Fine. It's true. Yeah, it's you true. You want to have a good shot. You, you have to have really, a... you have to really grip that sucker. Yeah, you have. <laughs> you gotta, you and gotta, so... grip, you gotta grip hard with the top hand. Yeah. <laughs> and so I asked him. I said, okay, okay. So that actually makes sense. I get that. Yeah, I said because you know Lee and I were talking. We of course keep thinking about all these like grown ass men asking these young boys like, you know, how's your grip strength? How do you grip the shaft? So gross. Yeah. Gross. So inappropriate. And he looked at me. He he said, if you're gripping it that tight, you're losing sensitivity. <laughs> So we'll leave you with that. We'll leave you with that. So you can find us at the usual places. We're on Buzzsprout. We're on Apple. We're on Twitter at Saucy Twitter Rockets. Twitter at Saucy Rockets. We're on Gmail, Saucy Rockets Podcast at gmail.com if you want to send us love letters. Mm-hmm. We're also on Google Play. We are on Google Play. And Stitcher. And Stitcher. We're in a bunch of different places. No, we're every, we're yeah, everywhere. We're everywhere. Everywhere. We're probably watching you right now, yeah. actually. Yeah. Especially since we can't be on the ice. We have lots of free time to stalk yeah, people. That's, yeah, that's why we're so active on Twitter. <laughs> I know. All right. So uh, it's good to be back. We'll post again next week. We'll be on Twitter in the meantime. And until then. Uh, we'll see you next Tuesday.